You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Hope you had a great weekend. Gorgeous here in the great state of Texas. I'll do a video tomorrow. No more that fucking snow on the ground. Jalapeno. Oh, it was it was almost 70 yesterday. In three days, it went from minus one degree to 70. Oh, I love living back here in the great state of Tejas. How does everybody doing? You guys good? You know what? I'm going to finally do a Monday the right way and give you your Monday edition of Sheriff Grady Judd. We don't choose to shoot people. They choose for us to shoot them. Damn right. And if you choose for us to shoot at you, we're going to shoot at you a lot. <laughs> That's a guarantee. I love him. I, I do. I mean, he is just so fantastic. I like how he guarantees it at the end. Ah, guarantee. There it is, right there. Uh, I hope you all had a good weekend. I was busy this weekend. I did a lot of work this weekend. A lot, a lot of work this weekend. So uh, let's see. Before I get to, to show you some of the work I did... Uh, let's get the good morning. Brad, sir, first one here. Morning, ass hats. You too, biggin'. Andrew, 214, says, good morning, ass. Hope everyone has a great Monday. You too, my friend. Douglas says, good morning, ass family and Arnie. Radberger says, what a week for the Dumbos, the Democrats. Uh, they have successfully turned the corner on Corona. Yeah, because there was, remember, remember, according to Joe Biden, there was no vaccine when he took office. None. And Kamala, the Indian giant, said they had to start from scratch. And the media just said, absolutely. Not, not me. No, I, I said they're full of shit. Uh, new cases and deaths down tens of percentage points since 120. And now we have a Republican governor to blame our country's problems so we can run over, uh, run cover for our elected Dem governors who are solely responsible for the economic crisis. Oh, absolutely. I mean... Correct the mundo. By the way, I'm looking into it. There's a story that the state of Texas actually, and the word was, begged the federal government before the storms rolled in to release more power to our grids. And good old Joe Biden said, Yep, you didn't vote for me. Fuck you. What a dick. I, like I said, I'm looking into that. I don't know if that's necessarily true yet or not, but if it is true, yeah, uh, come on. Where's the impeachment for that? Um, let's see. Alicia says, good morning, ass family. Hope everybody had a nice weekend. I hope you did too, Miss Bow and Arrow. Good Lord. She put a picture up on Instagram. She's shooting bow and arrows. Got damn bullseye. I ain't messing with her. She can beat me up and then shoot me with an arrow. Doug says, Rat, who's getting the blame for the country's problems? Uh, that would be Governor Wheels. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, him. Oh, he blamed it all on the reused no energy. And, and, I mean, Saturday Night Live. By the way, Saturday Night Live this week sucked. I don't even know who the fucking host was. I just know it sucked. And, and by the way, nice. You pick on Britney Spears. You, you kind of glance over Cuomo. You know, the guy in your backyard. 
you go after Gina Carano, and you go after Ted Cruz, which is when we, when we get ready to start the show, I got to talk about Ted Cruz. But we haven't started the show yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, Travis says, good morning, ass family. Stray Fire says, happy Monday. Two days without Arnie, and my ass family is too damn long. All right. I like hearing that. All he has to do is self-identify as a Democrat, and he's off the hook. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's not like he's a murderer like Cuomo. Well, nobody says anything to that, though. It's okay for the Democrats to murder. Hashtag Hillary. Uh, oh, you know what? I got, I got an email from, from Morgan, and DNA says, uh, Good morning, Arnie and Ask Family. I'm going to read that. Butterfly, good morning. How are you? Uh, oh, Grady, I guarantee. Mel, good morning. How are you? Uh, let's see. I, I do. I, I have the email. It's somewhere in here. Here we go. It says, uh, hey, Arnie, I hope you have a good weekend. It's Morgan. You don't have to read this. If you email me and say don't read it, I won't read it on the air. But if you email, of course I'm going to read your emails. Uh, I have a random question or ask Arnie question. Oh, my. Oh, 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 my. Now, this, this, this one, look, we're, we're going to do this early. I, my voice is not warmed up. So, uh, so, so bear with me here. Let's, let, let's find one. I, I wasn't quite ready for this. All right, here, hold on. Let me, let me, let me find the ass song. See, I haven't even started the show yet. That's how I'm going to get to this. We're only going to do one today because, like I said, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I got rid of that. Which one? I want that. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I ain't going to do that one. No, I don't want to do that one. No, no. No, this one I can do. I can do this one. Yep. My ears have heard the stories of all your broken hearts. They range all the way from cheating to nasty farts. If you need someone to listen, then I am here for you. It's time to ask me now. It's time to ask Arnie. It's time to ask Arnie. It's time to ask Arnie before he fucks a cow. Look at that. Look at that. First one out the gate. Damn. Oh, wow. 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 Good morning, Braddy. How are you? I'm used to Braddy Kid being way, way at the beginning. Not used to it being in the middle when I'm talking. Sorry about that, Braddy Kid. I apologize. Uh, Andrew even says, morning, Braddy Kid. If you tell Arnie don't read on the air, he'll emphasize. Writer says, don't read. Then he'll chuckle and proceed to read the letter while heavily skewing the writer. No. Uh, who do you think will win between Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather Jr.? The supposedly YouTuber that thinks he is shit versus an undefeated champ that knows what he's doing. I've seen this everywhere. I'm curious of your opinion on this. I definitely want Mayweather to win and show him he ain't shit. So you know anything about this fight by any chance? Love your show and content. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Mark. Uh... I've seen it. They're talking about Floyd Mayweather just had a birthday party, even though his birthday isn't until next week, I believe. But he wanted to get started early. 
And, and uh, the first thing, uh, he didn't wear a mask the entire time. Can we just stop with these fucking masks already? And mask shaming? St- don't mask shame me, you motherfuckers. It's as bad as body shaming. Um, he says they're finishing working up the details. Look, this is, this is, I, I, I know that this Jake Paul fella is bigger than Floyd Mayweather Jr. That don't mean shit. See, see, Floyd, if you go back and you watch early, early Floyd Mayweather Jr. fights, you'll understand why I liked him so much. It's because he had power. I mean, he had fucking crazy power. Well, he ended up breaking his hands. His hands are brittle as shit. And the only thing that could cure that is time. You know why he beat Conor McGregor? Because he was retired for a year or two. So his hands were able to get strong, and that's why he carried, look, he carried Conor McGregor for nine rounds until he wanted to knock him out. Floyd Mayweather Jr. did not get to 50-0 and 0 by being lucky. Jake Paul is a fucking idiot. I, this is what I want, and I know this is going to be bad, and I hope that, that God isn't listening right now. I want Floyd Mayweather to cause brain damage on Jake Paul. I don't like him. I don't like his brother. I don't like any of these people. You you know, to me, it's a slap in the face to professional boxers. Look, you want to do celebrity boxing, that's fine. I'll watch it. But you want to call out a guy, and you can hate Floyd Mayweather, and I know there's a lot of people that do, and that's fine. The problem is you got to respect the record. It's 50 and 0. Zero. No losses. I, I Look, I want him to hurt Jake Paul. That way we don't have to hear about this idiot Jake Paul anymore. He wants to take on all these people. He's going to get fucked up sometime. Oh, oh, wow, look at him. He knocked out Nate Robinson. He's a foot and a half taller, which means he has about a foot reach on him. Nate Robinson can't get a punch in. Hey, hey, Jake Paul, why don't you channel? I, 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 I get here, Deontay Wilder. Challenge Deontay Wilder. How about Tyson Fury? Why don't you why don't you open your fucking trap and challenge them, you big fucking pussy? And 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 if you hear about this, don't come out and challenge me. I know you're gonna call me fat. Oh no. no I ain't gonna fight you. I tell you what, I'll box you. You put on your boxing gloves, and let's say you give me a bat. I'll fight you then. We'll see what happens. Catch me outside. How about that? So there you go, Morgan. That's what I that's what I think and want to happen. So there you go. By the way, I got to give some credit to Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid did something that was very, very much the truth. She found Chick Fil A sauce on the shelf. That's right. They sell chick. I didn't know they sold it. I thought you had to go to the store and just like steal as much as you could. Chick Fil A sauce. In a jar? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. My body is in trouble. That's going to go on everything. It's going to go on ice cream. It's going to go on hot dogs. It's going to go on pizza. It's going everywhere. So happy about that. That made my weekend. So thank you very much, Braddy Kid. Well, let's see. Uh, Mass Shaman is uh, periodic Joe Biden 2020. Shaming is patriotic. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mayweather only takes fight. He is guaranteed to win. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. 
Now, before I, oh, 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 this is the work I did this weekend. We, we have new sound effects. And I got to tell you about last night, too. So, uh, first one is. Live in a van down by the river. Yeah, there you go. That's why I hope you do. I hope you. Live in a van down by the river. All right. And if somebody says something that's, oh, wow, that's really great. Well, I freaking die. I think that one's going to get used a lot on this show. Well, I freaking die. Andrew says, Whataburger sells their sauces, pancake mix, sausage, oh, and bacon at H-E-B. Spicy ketchup is the truth. I don't like the spicy ketchup, and they only sell it at H-E-B. It, 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 by the way, it stands for here, everything is better. We ain't got no H-E-Bs up here. Like, there's one, and it's way out the way. H-E-Bs are bigger in, in Central and South Texas, and that pisses me off. Because that is, that's a super grocery store. That is a grocery store on all kinds of steroids. Here's another one I think we're going to use a lot. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Perfect. Now, (laughs) I found this one by accident. I was watching videos, and the video, or actually the movie was on. And I started watching it, and I remembered, well, it's funny, but it's it's not his best movie, and that's Black Sheep. But there is a line in there from Gary. I forgot Gary Busey was in Black Sheep. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. I mean, if I were to go down the rabbit hole of Gary Busey, I would just play Gary Busey the entire show. And then the one drop, because that's what these are called in the industry, are drops. I have been looking for, I finally, finally found it. And this explains last night. The doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. Love Ralph Wiggums. The search is on for more Ralph Wiggums is and Butters from South Park because those are two of my favorite TV characters. Yeah, that's right. This weekend, guess what? Another bloody nose. Another goddamn bloody nose last night. Happened while I was sleeping. How in the fuck can you get a bloody, bloody nose when you sleep? Sucked down all that blood, ended up swallowing most of it. That came up this morning. Boy, blood is fun to throw up. Let me just tell you. Ugh. But yes, as Ralph Wiggums would say. The doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. Darn tootin'. Uh, so there you go. Now, are we ready to start? No, no, can't start the show just yet. Is it sip, uh, Sippy Ink Dink that Farley wore the same jacket? Uh, on his down by the river skid is Herb Tarlick. Yeah, and <laughs> WKRP. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I love Matt Foley, motivational speaker. So fun. A- everything Farley did, I think, was funny, though. Um, uh, let's just go back to something we talked about last week, and that was Ted Cruz. Now, Ted Cruz was mocked incessantly, and, and I knew he would be on Saturday Night Live. Uh, forget about the governor that's murdering old people in your state. Yes, that's right. I said it. Murdering. Because a politician decided to leave and go to Mexico. Now, look, his reasoning for doing it, look, this, if I'm Ted Cruz, this is what I do. I'd look at it and go, what am I supposed to do? What would you like me to do? The governor's working on it. I, I, I can't really do anything. Or at least lie and say this was a, a, a planned trip. But lie like that. You're a politician. You know how to lie. 
But instead, he threw his kids under the bus, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Ted. Come on now. I, I don't have a problem with you going. It's fine. Don't throw your kids under the bus. And his wife, who I guess is some sort of really rich gal that's richer than Ted, hell, you could have blamed her. You could have said, well, she bears the pants in the family. I wanted to go. She wanted to go, so we went. But then he comes out. And he's cutting brisket. He's handing people bottles of water. Yesterday, I, and I, I just looked at that and I just shook my head. I'm like, first of all, you should never wear jeans. Yeah, Ted Cruz, uh, Ted, you don't look good casual. You really don't look good all dressed up because you are a creepy fuck. But you buying it all back like this, I, I wouldn't have done anything. I would have sat in my house. I'd been like, all right, I'm back in the state of Texas. Here's me on the phone calling to say, hey, can you get some water delivered? What more can I do? Oh, yeah, Alicia, you're right. He was being a typical politician. That's all he was doing. I saw those pictures, and I was like, God almighty, what the fuck? And then I remember, I was like, how did he win? Oh, that's right. He ran against the dumbest fucker in Texas, Beta O'Rourke. Beta O'Rourke ran against him. Hey, Betta, how do you feel? You lost to Ted Cruz, you sack of monkey shit. Mm, Alicia says, I don't hate him, but that annoys me. Oh, I hate when any politician does that crap. That, that, that's, just, and that, that's all it is, is crap. If I'd have been driving, saw him, I said, why don't you go back to Mexico? You fucking earn it. Why is Nancy Pelosi not boots on the ground whenever there are dead homeless people in San Francisco? Huh? Where's Chuck Schumer protecting these old people's lives from the governor that's a mass murderer? I'm going to keep calling Cuomo a mass murderer. Hell, he's almost a serial killer. SNL can't say anything bad about Cuomo. He'll revoke NBC's special tax status. Look, look, they did something bad to him. They allowed Pete Davidson to portray him. And I bring up Pete Davidson because today is celebrity-ass deathmatch. Worst comedians ever. We took it from top ten to celebrity-ass deathmatch, and I can tell you that Pete Davidson is in there. He's going to be a t- Look, this list is tough. This is a tough one. And, and, and we're going to do it at the end of this first segment because I'm just going to tell you this right now. When we start the show here in about 20 seconds... The first segment, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be ramping up because the second segment, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I have fucking had it with people in America. I have had it with the cancel culture. If you're part of the cancel culture, guess what? You have a target on your head. I'm coming to get you. And I'm going to beat your ass. I'm not going to cancel you. I'm going to physically assault you. Jo- oh, oh. Douglas sent me a story this weekend. I almost wanted to fuck. I almost ran into the studio and started broadcasting. Oh, man. I'm heated. I'm heated. But we've got all that shit coming up today. By the way, Jennifer Aniston, you have taken me from Team Jen to Team Angelina. I hate your fucking guts, too, you fucking dirty twat. Uh, All right. Now it is finally time to start the show. 
And let's start with a real idiot out there. His name, John Kerry. John Kerry has come out and said, and I quote, "Are you? I, 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 I mean, this has got to be one of, if not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And that's saying a lot. Hold on a second. I've, I've got to find the right sound effect for this. Uh, I just put it in last week. See, I've got it. Oh, yeah, there it is. John Kerry says, Earth has nine years to avert the worst consequences of climate crisis. There's no faking it on this one. Are you stupid or something? The answer to that is yes. John Kerry doesn't even, I mean, he lied about his time in Vietnam. Ooh, wow, isn't that a good turnaround that I did there? I played a movie about Vietnam and da-da-da. That's good. Christopher says, you told Ted Cruz to go back to Texas, ha-ha, or go back to Mexico. That's oddly satisfying for me because people have told me the same thing before. But uh, John Kerry comes out, how do you know? I am so sick. Uh, Look, if you want, uh, I've said it before, if you want to recycle and do your part for Mother Nature, uh, yeah, I I got a better one here. Uh, This is a much better one here. There you go. Cheers. Cheers to you. You want to recycle? You want to do all that stuff? Hey, more power to you. You aren't going to do anything. I, I, I'm, I, I'm sick and tired of this. I, I'm, I'm tired. See, that was the first, and not many people realize that. But that was one of the first things ever that the goalpost got moved back. Or got... Remember, it was called global warming. The earth has never been hotter. The earth has never been hotter, even though 15 years before we were ready, Time Magazine even put it on the cover, for the next ice age to happen. I'm I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not making that up. That's a real story. I believe it was in the 80s they had, is the next ice wave coming or next ice age coming? You see, the funny thing is, is that scientists around the world cannot agree on what's going on. So, so they move the goalpost back by saying, oh, wait, it's not global warming. It's climate change. Because global warming is going to make it snow seven inches in South Texas? Are you fucking kidding me? Gore has passed the torch to carry. Uh, this is super serial. Man, bear, pig is real. <laughs> Why nine years, John? AOC says four. Your bid, John. John Kerry's a fucking moron. And he's been called, I, I believe his actual title is uh, Climate Change Czar. We actually have a czar in America. This is goddamn dumb. By the way, John Kerry, where did you get your science degree? Oh, you don't have one? What? Come on, you're the science czar. This shows how stupid Joe Biden is. Joe Biden named somebody the climate change czar who doesn't have a degree in science. Come on.
This is like hiring a man to teach woman studies. And I'm talking about a real man, a man that's born with a penis and keeps his penis. This is stupid. I I am so tired of this. I I don't want to go through the math about Plastic Island anymore. I don't want to talk about it. If you want to recycle and do your part and throw away trash, hey, good for you. I will not litter. I am not going out of my way to go green. Fuck you. Did, Did I say that plain and simple enough? Fuck you. This is getting to be stupid because now another person has come out. Bill Gates, failure to achieve zero net emissions by 2050 will cause migration worse than Syrian crisis. Huh? Hey, Bill, by 2050, you're going to be dead. Why does it matter? Well, for the children, how do you know that some kid that is being born right now don't have the magic fix-it-all in his head. That he's going to figure it all out, snap his finger, bam! Zero emissions, and we're using still using coal. Didn't Bill Gates, now I'm just wondering, didn't Bill Gates drop out of Harvard? Bill Gates does not have a degree. What he knows is computers. And all these people saying all this bad shit's going to happen, right? Why is it that meteorologists, apostrophe, or or, or, uh, parentheses, scientists, can't get the weather right? It it used to be a joke. Look, they're getting better. They're getting better at predicting. They can't predict next week's weather. Yet two guys who don't have a degree in, in meteorology or science are telling you that four to nine to 40 years from now, the environment's going to be hell. How do you know? You, I, I, in his new book, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster, what, what, by Microsoft? Shut up. Come on, Bill Gates. Hey, hey, Bill, you take your ugly wife, Melinda. Take that, that, that gargoyle of a kid you got and enjoy your billions of dollars. Go to Tahiti. Live in one of them huts that's right over the water. Let the shark, shark swim below you. Wear a loincloth everywhere you go, Bill. I don't want to see it. Your, your ugly wife and ugly daughter probably don't want to see it, but you can give them coconut bikinis. Is that the same computers that predicted billions of people would die with COVID within six months? Ah, uh, I believe. Correct the mundo. By the way, we've just surpassed 500,000 Americans that have died of the horrible and deadly Coronavirus! Most of those people died from other causes. I'm just pointing that out. Just, just real quick. I mean, we've eradicated heart disease. Donald Trump, not, not Joe Biden, because Joe Biden's going to get credit for COVID. Donald Trump got rid of heart disease, the flu, 
and some forms of cancer in his presidency because the numbers have di- – uh, yeah, look. Hey, go with science. Buenos dias, Ogre. How you doing, my friend? If you go with science. Well, look at that. Look at that. The numbers of heart disease are way down. Deaths. Well, that's thanks to Donald Trump curing it. The flu, same thing. Everything that's come down, you got to give Donald credit for. Hell, maybe Donald Donald Trump is the guy who cured cancer. Boy, that would that would stick in the old craw of Joe Biden. I'd love to see that. And by the way, by the way, that's a joke, everybody. I've had to explain that a number of times now on Facebook, so I, I figure I'll just go ahead and explain all my jokes because I don't really believe that Donald Trump has cured the flu. It's just funny to say because it gets fucking Nancy liberals worked up, and I'm not worried about them. I'm not pissed at them that I have to explain jokes. It, it, it's people that I know. Uh, Arnie, I don't think that's really true. I know it's not true. You, ah. I didn't know one of the effects of fucking COVID was your loss of sense of humor. But, uh, well, it's America. And in our cancel world, and, and let me just tell you. Next segment, people. I, 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 I'm not going to be able to control myself. Uh, wait till you hear who they're going after next. Just saying. Just saying. But yes, Bill Gates and John Kerry are the keepers at the gate when it comes to climate change. And whatever they say, we should all jump to attention and do. If I were Bill Gates, I would say the best way to avoid climate change is buy more Microsoft equipment. That, that's what I would say. I'd be terrible. I'd be a great pitchman for myself. Uh, thank Trump for the thousands of illegals that are now crossing the border again. That's what a lot of Dems will be saying soon. Why, why am I thanking Trump? It was Biden that opened it up for him. Eleven million people he wants to grant amnesty to and give citizenship to. Da, 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 da. D- Douglas, 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 I, ha- I have to delete your post. D- don't get ahead of me, Douglas. I'm sorry. Since you've sent that to me, I've had a hard t- I mean, honest to God. It's getting really, really dumb. Joe Biden, the, actually, the other day, actually apologized to Europe. Now, is, is he doing that because he's stupid and he doesn't realize that Europe is a continent and they can't say uh, thanks? They, they can't. Joe Biden apologizes to Europe for Donald Trump, vows to work with friend Angela Merkel. Oh, that sexy beast. Mmm. Was she the premier of, uh, of Germany? <whistles> Boy, she's a looker. Don't worry about it, Douglas. Hey, hey, Douglas, I understand. Look, I want to get to it, too. But we got to get through the first segment of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch before we can get to this. Because I don't know how long this is going to take. Honestly. Oh, it's... The story is so maddening. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard it already. And if you haven't, let me just say it's real. It's 100% real. 
Now, I don't know why he apologized to Europe. I, I didn't think that we had a problem with Germany. I mean, since the Nazis and everything. He promised to work with European leaders, including his good friends and outstanding leaders like, oh, Chancellor Angela Merkel. Let me uh, erase any lingering doubt. The United States will closely will closely with our U- European Union partners and the capitals across the continent. Is it illegal? I'm just wondering. I think it might be. Is it illegal to actually throw feces at a president? I, I'm not saying I would do that. I just want to know if that's illegal. You think Merkel makes Carrie eat her asshole in a ball? You mean Biden? Probably. Yeah. And then she slaps him in the face with her fucking balls. Isn't this something uh, that states can deal with since they have states' rights? I know my beaner ass should know more about immigration laws, uh, but I don't know a whole lot about that, and if states can refuse to allow illegals in or not. I'm not sure. Hey, you know, you build that wall, you put armed guards on top of that wall. Hey, states' rights. I'm not sure. I, I, I am not sure. But Joe Biden has apologized. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for the previous administration. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy your affection. And I love this story. Where did this come? Oh, CNBC. Liberal hunk of shit. Let me read this in the way it was written by Greg Akirakuri. Many Americans, especially families, families, can't live on a $15 minimum wage. let, Let me say it in my regular. Many Americans, especially families, cannot live on a $15 minimum wage. Well... No, 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 no shit. 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 What does that say about you as a, 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 an adult? That you're striving to get minimum wage? Of course it doesn't support families. It's not supposed to. When are people going to understand the minimum wage is an entry-level position. You are new to the workforce. If you have a family of four and you have never had a job, well, first of all, what the fuck? Minimum wage is for 16- and 17-year-olds to learn about the workplace. It's not for a 42-year-old man who's got two kids and a wife and a mortgage. How in the fuck did he get a mortgage making 15 or less than $15 an hour? By the way, what $15 an hour will do? It will bankrupt every ma and pa store out there. 
Y'all want to say, well, fuck you, Walmart. No, fuck you, federal government. If you raise the minimum, I'm just telling you right now. If you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, anybody who has a favorite place to go, that's a mom, there's a, a, the the only thing I think of that, there's a Western wear store in Folsom. It's been owned for generations. I found out they were big listeners of mine, so, uh, but I don't remember the name of the place. But the girl who's running the store now, her grandma started it when she was in, you know, like early 20s. So the store has been there forever. Well, it's a mom and pa store. So they aren't going to be able to pay employees. So if you have a mom and pa store, Ma and Pa will be working at that store every single day for the rest of their life because they can't afford to pay anybody else. To where big stores... And I look, I don't have a problem with any big store. I don't have a problem with stores in general. But Boot Barn will then be the only place you can buy Western wear. And the people that work there are all idiots. Oh, God damn it. Let's see. Uh, Joe's fucking weak old senile man, and I hate that uh, he is America's last, right? Fuck no. If you met Arnie, he needs $50 minimum wage, right? Don't work for minimum wage. It's actually not that hard. Yeah. If all you can make is minimum wage, don't have a family. Well, a lot of people have, have done that the reverse way, but V. Coop, you're right. If you have a family of four working at Taco Bell as your primary job, one, you need to get fixed, and two, you're a loser. Well, uh... Correct the mundo! Especially when these people in poverty have like 20 kids on food stamps and a minimum wage part-time job. I chose to have a kid when I was financially stable and able to provide for my son and his mom. Well, you did it the right way, and let me just say, sucker... I, I, I don't mean that. That's what America's calling you. When was the last time you asked a kid what they wanted to do, be when they grow up and say, anything that pays minimum wage? I want to flip burgers at McDonald's when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Christopher says, damn, I wish I would have made $15 back in the day when I was working at McDonald's in my high school days. I think I was making five fifty back then. Hanley's, that's the name of it. Thank you, Alicia. Uh... When I started, minimum wage was three dollars and thirty-five cents. I got a bump to three fifty when I well uh, to four dollars an hour for when I was a lifeguard too. Now lifeguard too meant you had to watch the deep ends of the pool. You're not just uh, one of those people on top of the ride saying go. I was making four dollars an hour and I was responsible for people's lives. You're going to make $15 an hour and you can't get the fries right? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ain't going to fly. Mm-mm. That dog will not hunt. Uh, let's see. Uh, very anti-boot barn here. Uh, Brady Kid says boot barn sucks. Sawyer's dad says, fuck the boot barn. Good morning, Arnie. Well, good morning, Sawyer's dad. Mm-hmm. 
Bet you're regretting that now, Douglas, huh? Fuck kids. <laughs> I know you're kidding. There's no way a piece of shit people can shame me for never being on public assistance and providing for my family. No, no, Douglas, Douglas, no, no, no. I, I won't ever shame you for that. I was kidding. But there are people out there that think you you did it the wrong way. No, I, I, I'm not kidding about that. I think you did it the right way. I think you did it the noble way. But they don't. Why? Because they're losers. That, that, that's the stem of this all. They're losers. We all went to high school. And we all know losers when we see them. We saw them and go, that guy's going to be a loser for the rest of his life. Yeah, you're right. Uh, these are the same people that don't understand trickle-down economics. No, they want to blame the rich. And you see, you want to tax the rich. So this is what happens. In the trickle-down theory of economics, which I do completely believe in, the rich, they take their money and they start businesses and they do things like that and then they pay people. And those people take their pay and then they go spend. And what happens? That makes the wheels go round and round. But when you tax the rich, they aren't going to start anything. They're going to hold on to their money. Whoops, there's no money to start any businesses. So there's now there's no jobs. And with no jobs, that means people have to go and think that they deserve $15 an hour for working at Long John Silver. Butterfly in NYC says, with an increased minimum wage, uh, are other job positions going to be increased? Uh, Why would certain people have any goals or ambitions to achieve more in life if minimum wage would be all they needed to get by? Exactly. Well, no, this is what's going to happen. Let, let, Let me let you in on a little secret. Have you seen these wonderful kiosks that are inside of McDonald's mainly? I, I've, I've seen them at Shake Shack. You know the kiosk where you go in there and you press it? Half the time they work, half the time they don't. So it's like a 15 or 16-year-old kid. But what's going to happen is, is they are going to strip it down to bare-bone shifts. Okay? You're going to have a manager. And that manager is probably somebody who knows knows the franchise E, because the franchise E is the owner of that place. And he's going to hire somebody that he knows and he can trust, and that's going to be the manager. And that's going to be the only person that's there full time. The bare bones crew will be there to clean and be there to cook. That's it. There won't be any placing orders at the at the counter anymore. Now it will be pushing buttons. How many jobs will those kiosks replace? If it's 10, let's say it's 10. Then that's 150 hours, $150 an hour they save. That's $1,100. It, 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 let, let's say the place is open for 10 hours. That's $1,100 they save in a day. It's over $30,000 a month. Oh, shit. i got to break out the pen now. 30000 times 12. That franchise saves $360,000 a year. 
why, if the owner's going to keep $360,000 more a year, let, let, let's say they keep, I don't know, I'll say two seventy. I'll give it ninety grand to keep the uptake on the the kiosks. Why would they hire anybody? Why? Why would your kid ever want to get a? I mean, your your kid. You want him to go, him or her to go out when they're fifteen and sixteen to go get a job? Can't go to McDonald's anymore. They don't hire anybody. Oh, and by the way, by the way, the other thing it's going to do is it's going to cause a little competition. And you know, you know how experience is one of those things that a lot of jobs look for? Well, now every job's going to look for it. See, 15 used to be minimum, minimum wage jobs. You didn't need experience. You just go in there and you learn right there on the fly. $15 an hour, they ain't going to have time to teach you. Where am I going to get experience? That's not my problem. That's what, they, that's what they're going to tell you. And now you have no experience. There you go. Great idea to get raised $15 an hour. See, I think I think that Joe Biden hates jobs. I'm not a big fan of jobs. I, I mean, for other people, it's great. I don't like to work. What, what, what's he caused? Like 600,000 people to lose their jobs already in America? How many more now? Uh, let's see, Ratberger says, if you make 25 bucks an hour when minimum wage was 10 and minimum wage goes up to 15 an hour, you just got a pay cut of 5 bucks an hour because that's what real inflation will eat up immediately. You won't see it reported because most everyday items like food are counted in inflation. No, or not counted in inflation, okay. Sorry, this is a topic that I don't necessarily agree wholeheartedly with. You guys being that I grew up in one of those households. And watch how the system works. It's not meant to lift people out of poverty. It's meant to keep them there. I'm not referring to the people that really do have extra kids to receive money. They're losers. But sometimes people really do fall flat on their asses and need help. I understand. I have said it forever. That welfare and unemployment were both great ideas. But you got to put a time limit on that. You got to put a time limit on it. And look, my father, I, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. My dad, when he was going through his alcoholism, he was making minimum wage at some jobs. My mom had a great job at Dr. Pepper. She had benefits. She had all this stuff. But my dad, he couldn't hold a job anymore because he was, he was not reliable while he was still hammered. He was working at a liquor store. Can you imagine that, an alcoholic working at a liquor store? I get it. Minimum wage is not meant to take care of your family. It's not. It never has been, and it never will be. The current uh, democratic economic philosophy is to spend uh, our way out of COVID-induced recession with a huge infrastructure and spending package. It's just like FDR spending our way out of the Great Depression. The problem is it didn't work. Winning World War II got us out of the Depression. History repeats itself. But will it? Will we win the next war? Will there be a winner in the next war? Uh, Aggie Brian, I'm 100% okay with temporary help for all. So am I. Uh, did your mom put the gloves on the bottles with, <laughs> with Laverne and Shirley? No, she actually, she worked in the, uh, 
She worked upstairs. She didn't work in the bottling plant. Uh, Brady Kid says, those people who fall on their asses need help uh, don't stay on it for years. That's not who he's... No, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. No. I'm in favor of welfare and unemployment. For, I'll, I'll even be nice now, I'll extend it. 90 days. 90 days. You take the COVID out of it, if you can't find a job in 90 days... Or multiple jobs. Now, look, if $15 an hour, if that's the only kind of job you can get, well, because your brain sucks, but whatever, then guess what? You're going to end up working 80 hours a week. Get a second job. Get a third job. Think of that. If it, Look, if you make minimum wage and you make $15 an hour, and, and they give you, let's say, 39 hours so they don't have to give you health insurance for the 40. And you get two jobs like that, it's like you're getting $80 an hour. Yeah, you got to work a lot. You can't be home with the family. You're working 16 hours a day. That's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Hashtag James Evans Sr. Watch good times. And then once you get experience, you see, like, this is the way it would work. You start as a, a, a pimply 16-year-old kid at McDonald's, let's say. 15 bucks now. And you do good, and they move you up to maybe assistant manager. Maybe now you make $20 an hour, or you're put on salary. And then you do really, really good as the assistant manager, and then you become a manager. And lo and behold, you get managerial experience. And you get all that work experience. That's what's called building a resume. And then you can take that and you can go to other places and go, well, I do know how to manage people. I was a manager of McDonald's for X amount of years. And you move on to where you're making actual real money. That's how the system is supposed to work. You learn, you work hard, you move up the ladder. Now, if you don't have the time for that and you want to make $1,000 an hour, then, hey, I would say either go suck some dick, go sell some Peruvian white snow. But but to say that $15 an hour is the end-all, be-all, that's just dumb. I don't get why some peop- why people are above working multiple jobs, fucking entitlement. You get it. That, that that right word right there, entitlement. Uh, lift yourself up, get some training, school, whatever. Uh, advance in your minimum wage job to be a manager. It's all possible. The only excuse is just an excuse. Douglas says, my sister was one of those kids who had j- just had kids and lived off my mom and didn't have a job or help pay for my mother's bills. She has six kids with four different daddies and, and custody of none of them. She is sterile now, but she is a career welfare recipient, and it's appalling. I agree. Ogre says, when I was 12, I was making more money than most adults in the neighborhood. One day, one day I was the uh, bread store, and the owner walked around the corner to give me fresh bed. You know why? It was out of respect. Yeah, you're, you're Don Corleone. 
Uh, rat temporary part is the key here, and I watched as my mom tried to work and get out of the system. Every time she made over a certain amount or worked over a certain amount of hours, her benefits got cut, and then she couldn't pay bills or buy enough food. And because she was a felon, she couldn't find a higher-paying job, couldn't afford daycare, so I had to miss school so uh, she could work. I was like 12 missing school, so it's not always so simple and you, as you guys would think. Now, look, I, right, everybody's got a story. I, 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 I'm not putting you down. I'm not putting your mama down. But see, this is the thing. This is the thing. We, are, we all feel this way. There, there is a sense, everybody has a sense of entitlement. But this is where the heavy lifting comes in. Okay, your job cuts it there. Then you, you, Do you know who the most hireable people are out there? That's, in, that's right, employed people. Now, I know your mama's got kids to worry about at this time, but that's when you've got to go out and start looking for a better job, one that won't cut them off for that. Now, if they don't get it and there's no jobs in that area, you know what you have to do? You have to look in other areas. I, I understand. It's, it, it's not as – I make it sound easy. I make it sound that way because, in all honesty, it kind of is. You just have to get out of your own way to get there. You have to understand it's as simple as picking up and moving to another part of the country where there are jobs. Well, Arnie, that's not that. that, 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 that that's so hard. Well, it's only hard if you make it hard. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. I respect that. That's that's your life. But if you want to go that extra mile, there's plenty of places. North Dakota was the place for a long time. Well, I don't want to live there because it's cold. Well, do you want to eat or do you not want to live there because it's cold? There used to be a thing, I, I think it was, uh, there's a book that I, I, I know I've seen parts of. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, hey, maybe let, let's say that you're one of these people and, and you're barely making it by in the month. And you're like, well, there's nothing more I can do. Well, yeah, there is. You can look at your spending. It's called latte month. You get a latte every day that you work. So it's five days a week you're getting a latte. A latte, $6. That's $30 a week. That's $120 a month. That's over $1,200 a year that you're spending on lattes. Do you need a latte, honestly, from Starbucks every day? That's $1,200 in your pocket if you get rid of that. And all you have to do is go and look at the shit you spend money on. Now, look, there are a lot of people out there that go, I don't want to get rid of that. And that's fine. Don't get rid of it then. But you have to realize if you do get rid of that, your life will become a lot easier. I'm just saying. Uh, Let's see. uh, I picture clerks with you standing outside. Dude, it was Henry Hill from Goodfellas, yeah? Yeah. Uh, let's see, the felon thing probably was a major issue. I personally feel that felons need a second chance. If they follow the rules, not easy, though. Arnie was talking about teens working, and it made me think of Henry Hill's dad, thinking American kids were spoiled rotten because he was started working at 10. 
now they have Jay's rap stuck in my head. Drinking beers, drinking beers, rolling fatty, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? We smoke the blunts. Rolling blunts and smoking them. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that money in my hand. I remember that. There are no jobs in Texas. I repeat, no jobs in Texas. That's Braddy Kid. Uh, the running joke in Southwest Florida is if you couldn't go into business without seeing a help wanted sign. Yeah. Are you saying I can't get a job at Waterburg in Texas so they only hire illegals? No, no, all the jobs are full. That's what she's saying. 100% employment here in the state of Texas. Look, this is something we can sit down and we can talk about and go over hours and hours. And, and, my, and you know what? And right in the middle of that, I'm going to make sure the wind is blowing at me in a certain direction and I'm going to piss into the wind because that's all this is. It's up to you. Everything can be used as an excuse. But I have this. Well, what do you say to the people that have that same thing and are succeeding? Now what? They're excuses. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that my parents didn't make excuses. I'm not saying that I've not ever made excuses. I own them, and I know what they are, and you have to move on. So there you go. Now, let, let us talk about the horrible and deadly, the pandemic that's ruining everything, the coronavirus. Now, now look, we all know that this month is Black History Month. It's February. And this headline, it, it really, really grabbed me. And I thought about this in so many ways. By the way, coronavirus is, uh, it, it is racist because of this headline. Uh, coronavirus pandemic forces black churches to adapt new way of worship. Now look at that. The coronavirus hates black people that are religious. Uh, Brian says, I'm not offended at all. Just telling you guys from a different point of view. Shit, we moved from San Jose to Sac in the 90s and lived one of the most ghetto areas I've ever been. And yes, people can move up and do better jobs. Why do you think I'm as old as I am still going to school? Because you have work ethic and drive. And that's why I, I admire you, Addict to Brian, so very much. Why is MLK Day in January while February is Black History Month? What's the deal with that? I don't know. Anyway, they're saying that black churches have had a change. They can't have as big a congregation. You can't sing. We've all seen what maybe a black church looks like on TV where they're all singing and clapping and praying to Jesus. By the way, if you don't think that all your state's governments infringed on your First Amendment right to go and worship during the coronavirus, you need to leave this show. Because that's exactly what they did. Oh, uh, fuck. I, I, uh, my, this is going along with that story in the first, uh, the first story that I do in the next hour or in the next segment. I get so frustrated at this shit because people go, well, they can't do that. Well, they're doing it. They've done it. They have stripped away your First Amendment right, your freedom of religion. 
by telling you you can't go to church. And if you do go to church and you sing, we'll arrest you. What kind of Nazi shit is that? Oh, uh, no, I have not explained why I'm Team Angelini yet. That'll be a little bit later. So you guys, you're going to have to stick around for that. It's called a tease. Yeah, I'm a tease. Uh, well, it is, but see, here's the thing, Alicia. It's a big deal. Like, you've seen black churches in movies portrayed stereotypically, right? They're dancing, they're singing out loud. Not every church dances and sings out loud. I mean, most Pentecostal churches do. But the the black church, hey, man, you want to go to a fun service? Now, granted, the black church, it goes on a long time. It's about a six-hour Sunday. You got Sunday school for about an hour and a half, and then the sermon. Because they're singing, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And this is the way people worship. Let them worship. They're not cutting a goat's head off. They're not sacrificing virgins. You can't get it. I mean, look, we've said it once. We've said it a million times on this show. Last Easter, one of the most holy days of the entire year. By the way, I was recently asked about religion and if I believe in religion. And I said, I am very, very, and and I'll tell you guys, I'm very spiritual. I don't believe that the the phrase higher power and and, and any of the insert letter anonymous meanings there is you have to look for a higher power, and it could be anything. It could be a lamp. It could be God. But they didn't put God in there because they didn't want to offend people or make people worried that this was a Christian organization. Being spiritual. Be, I mean, honestly, being spiritual is one of those things that I take very seriously. Will you ever catch me in a church again? Probably not. I hate church. I hate organized religion. I think what man has done, and by the way, why is it anybody's business how you worship? It, it, by the way, the, the answer is it's not. And it just bugs the shit out of me that the government's getting involved. But last Easter, the holiest of holy days next to Christmas, police in the South. In the South it happened. The Bible Belt, y'all. Dropped a bunch of roofing nails in a parking lot so they couldn't even do a drive-by service. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds kind of, I don't know, I'll go ahead and say it, Nazi-esque. Yeah, it was Nazi-esque because it was Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump wanted people to actually go to church. It was the state's governor. Donald Trump gave in to states' rights. He said, hey. You guys going to do what you're going to do. I can't mandate what you guys do. Now, the current leader goes, well, I'm going to mandate everything you do because fuck states' rights. <sighs> Is it okay to pray the porcelain god? I have many times, Ratburger. 
Uh, go to churches with Hispanic people if you want to be well fed on Sundays. Yeah, I, I would. I can only imagine. See, white people church. Let me just tell you, white people church sucks. White people church is boring as hell. You walk in. This, this is a Pentecostal church. You walk in. First thing they do is pray. All right, then you get to sit down. And everybody stand up to sing two or three hymns. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is a awesome God. You know, and then you sit down again. And you hear, you know, the the things that are coming up this week. Maybe the youth minister starts off. He's the warm-up act. All right, all right, Bill, we're going to give you uh, four minutes. Okay, I got a solid four minutes I can do there, Reverend. Then the music plays again. Then the main pastor comes up and gives his anywhere between 45-minute and three-hour speech. And the shitty ministers in the Pentecostal church, they don't know how to end it. What they do is they ask for people to come down that want to be saved, even though everybody that's in there has already been saved. It's very strange. But you ain't allowed to do that anymore. Six feet apart, not many people in there. Oh, you know, all that kind of good stuff, all the COVID regulations. I can just see Arnie getting rich somehow and donating a new steeple back uh, to a black Baptist church, and there he is in full robe singing with the choir just like Forrest Gump. <laughs> Pentecostal churches do suck. I had to go with my grandmother. Trying to make people fall on the ground and convulse when you've been saved. LMAO. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the upper level. That's like the like, like tent revivals. Those are awesome. And whenever you see a faith healer, that's Pentecostal. And the only step that's higher than that are the snake handling churches, man. Whoo, daddy. And I love it. Because if you get bit by a snake and you die, it's because you didn't have enough faith. Yeah, that that that's a real statement. That is a real statement. But black folks, you can't you can't uh, you can't sing and dance anymore at yours because of Corona. Because the coronavirus is once again racist. Smartest virus I've ever heard of. It doesn't like airplanes or blacks. I don't know why that's smart. It's not smart. It, it, see, the, the, the gene is mutated so much, it has a mind of its own. It only shops late at night. It doesn't like to fly. It doesn't care for I, I've never seen a genius act, or, or not genius, but a virus act like this. Usually a virus is out there. It just affects everybody. Not this one, my friends. Ogre says, dude, going to an over-the-top Pentecostal service would be kick-ass. I'd be laughing watching the snakes and and convulsing and speaking in tongues and shits. That's science fiction entertainment right there. Well, here's another one. This is something I don't understand. I don't get snake handling. I I think, A, it's stupid because they mention serpents in the Bible, and that's why they do it. Do you know that snake handling churches are illegal in 48? Or were at least illegal in 48 of the 50 states? 
Now, they might have churches in every state, but it's not legal. Isn't that an infringement on your First Amendment? By the way, here, I got the Jeopardy music. Does anybody know the last two states? It's legal to have snake handling in. says California and New York. <laughs> no, no, no. Alicia says Florida. No. Flo- Fred says Florida, Tennessee. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, let's see. 2021, the Constitution is outdated now. Oh, if you were to ask some people, it is. What I want to know is what were the two states that it's uh, illegal in? And yes, it is an infringement. Stinkfist says one has to be Florida. Nope. Tennessee, because it's a shithole. Nope. Alabama? Nope. Ogre, I don't even have to uh, even have to go to church for that shit. All I have to do is visit my grandma's house. Well, minus the snake handling shit. I'm the one with all the snakes at my house. Texas? No. I'm guessing Texas and Arkansas? Nope. It is. Are you ready for this? This is true, or it used to be at least. Scott, no, it's not Vermont and Rhode Island. It is Oklahoma and West Virginia. Used to be, it used to be, it used to be three states, and it was New Mexico, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Now, I would imagine down in Louisiana, they have snakes for all their kind of voodoo shit. By the way, voodoo, not illegal to practice, but snake handling, yes. Utah. <laughs> they handle bicycles in Utah. Oh, man. Why am I not surprised that Oklahoma's on that list? I hear you. All right. Uh, we only have one more. Well, we have one more COVID story, and then you're not going to believe it. And then we'll do Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Our next coronavirus story is it, it just makes you back and go, huh? That here's the headline. Michigan women with COPD dies of COVID-19 after receiving double, double lung transplant from a COVID-infected donor in the first proven case of organ transmission in the US. Now, now, wait, wait, that, huh? Did they not check the person? Look, and, and that person obviously died because you can't just go out and go, oh, I'm going to donate my lungs. It's not like when you go out and donate a thumb or something. You don't donate thumbs. Uh, kidneys, that's it, kidneys. You got another one. You only got one set of lungs. They ain't going to take one out. How did they not test that person for coronavirus? 
Well, we got some lungs. I ain't going to tell you how she died. Uh, is it true that you can't buy alcohol on certain days in Oklahoma? It's that way in Texas. You can't buy hard liquor in Texas on Sundays. I can just see Mormon Pentecostals handling snakes. They probably use stuffed animals and speak in pig Latin. (laughs) Oh, yes, it is true. And by the way, the beer in Oklahoma, I don't know if they've changed it. Usually beer, alcohol, and uh, Alcohol and beer is about six six point one, six point two in Oklahoma. It's three two. It's half as much, or used to be at least. They did that mainly for the Native Americans. They didn't have the lungs open up and get swabbed. No. Ogre, the stuffed animals wearing magic underwear. Most likely, if they're a Mormon. They didn't ask the lungs if they've been out of state or been around other lungs with co-ed. That's COVID. That's sloppy. LMAO, oh, my fucking God, what the fuck? I, I fail. I know I shouldn't be laughing at this very serious scenario, but these doctors are fucking sick. It's dumb, isn't it? Dr. Daniel Richard Call said nose and throat samples routinely collected from organ donors and recipients are tested negative for COVID. When the patient started uh, presenting with septic shock, Doctors decided to send samples from her lungs for corona testing, and it came back positive. (laughs) So his dad says it's 6% now in Oklahoma. Okay, good. (laughs) Scott, Joe Joe Exotic handled lots of snakes, just not during sermons. No. I thought you put semens there, but sermons. I think you can buy it on Sundays, but not before noon. Like, what the fuck? You know, there's some places that you can't. You have to buy it at a liquor store then, I think. I don't know. I don't drink no more, so I don't know the laws. Let me, let me just say this. Moving to Nevada was the worst thing I could have ever done as an alcoholic. Being an alcoholic in Texas is one thing. Moving to Nevada is a whole different. That's for professional alcoholics. Because there are two words that do not exist in Nevada. And that is last call. I'll never forget. First time I ever, I I walked into, I was hammered. Hammered drunk. By the way, my birthday's coming up. 24 years. 24 years on April 6th. Very excited about that. Very proud of myself for that. Uh. But on that, I, I walked into the 7-Eleven that was by our house. I stopped in there to get a can of snuff or something on my way home. And, yes, I drove, and it was terrible to me, and blah, 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 but we're all over that now. I walked in there, and I saw, and because I grew up in Texas, and in Texas, like, 7-Elevens do not carry hard liquor. I don't think they, they ever did. So I'll never forget, I walked in 7-Eleven, and I was like, holy shit, you guys got Jack Daniels here. And it wasn't just the little travel size bottles. They had pints, and they had fifths. It's like 2, 2.30 in the morning. I go, man, I'd, I'd buy one of those if it wasn't so late. They go, what do you mean late? I go, man, you can't sell that. And they're like, why not? The guy looks at me and goes, there's no last call here in Nevada. And I was like, holy shit. 
bought a pint of it, down that when I got home. The next day was not a good day. Uh, a surgeon became sick and tested positive for COVID four days after handling the do- donor's lungs, but he recovered. I mean, honestly, you didn't check the whole thing? You put lungs in somebody who has... And by the way, I'd like to know what the cause of death is of that Michigan woman. My dad died of complications with co- uh, uh, COPD. This lady died because it was an operation problem. Was it COPD? And I guarantee... I, let, me, let me get... Hey, Justin. I guarantee. It will be marked down as a death of COVID. That's a death of stupidity. And that family should own that hospital and then get the surgeon's house as well because they didn't test it for coronavirus, for fuck's sake. Did they say, thank you, come again? On your way out? No. No, some old redneck that was working in there that night. All right, our final story before we do celebrity-ass deathmatch. Russia is reporting the first class of avian flu in humans. There's old Russia. Russia's like, man, China's getting to have all the fun killing people. We want to have some fun, so guess what? Bird flu. Caw, caw. Wait, I, uh, this is a sound effect, right? Caw, caw. That's how you know you have bird flu. You start cawing like an emu. And then you get sick. Oh, Artie, I just want to point out that's not really how you... Uh, that's not really a sign. Shut up. Shut up. How should Arnie say it? This is how Arnie should say it. Shut up, dummy. Yeah. I'm Arnie. This is Thomas. He's the cat. My cat. I won't be afraid of any bird flu until it's named eagle flu, right? Or hawk flu. How about something cool like that? Condor flu. Buzzard flu. Don't don't give me parakeet flu. Swallow flu? I think that's a whole different thing. Hey, now. Yeah, I got the swallow flu. Well, I saw you were busy last night. Only bird flu people get here is a bunch of bad chicken nuggets. Russian health officials reported a new strain of avian flu never before transmitted from birds to humans. Shut up. Now we got to watch out for this. Instead of masks, we have to wear, you know, nets on our head so birds don't poop on our head. <laughs> I thought the sign that you had bird flu is that you dance like Morris Day. Not bad. That's not bad. America. Have you heard a brand new dance called the bird? Well, here's the good news. Joe Biden's in office. And if bird flu comes to America, you'll only have to wait eight or nine months before he even talks about it. Hashtag swine flu. And that's the one that, that, that went just like this. Yeah, see? He went to the toilet. 
Come on. Can we just stop with all these different flus? Can we? Can, how about this? How about we sack up a little bit? How, how about we get our big little boy britches on and our big little girl panties and we pull them all the way up and we get sick and we take care of it and then we move on. But no, now that bird flu's coming, I guess shops are going to close down for that, except the essential ones and all this fucking shit. I can't take it anymore, I'm telling you. Uh, my time limit is off. I can go to get guns because they put you on a restriction if you try to commit suicide, which I did. I can go buy a gun. I'm just telling you right now. Active shooter scenario. I ain't going to no schools. Mm-mm. I'm shooting all the woke people, especially in the next segment. All right. Are we ready? Are you, are you guys finally ready? Are we done fucking around? Because it is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for Celebrity, Celebrity. Celebrity. Ab Deathmatch. Death Worst, Worst comedian, comedian ever. ever. It's going to be real easy, people. You vote based on how much you hate this comedian or comedian. So the truly most awful comedian will win this. That's who you have to vote for. The most awful comedian. Our first round will be easy, and it'll go a little something like this. In our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, representing the Eastern Seaboard, or Western, whichever one you want. First matchup, and it's a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask, which one do you hate more? Amy Schumer or Sarah Silverman? Amy Schumer, the fat blonde. Sarah Silverman, the dark-haired Jewish girl. Who do you hate more? Schumer moves on. I didn't. I, I. I. I thought it'd be a little bit closer, but I was wrong. Now, now look, she, Sarah Silverman, did get some votes, but man, oh man, Amy Schumer took her down. Not that we're surprised at that. Hold on, let's see. Let's see. Got this one, and then oh boy, that one's a tough matchup. I, I forgot to do the damn scoreboards. Oh man. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Are we ready? Dave Coe says, I demand a recount. I just did the recount. Yes, Amy Schumer wins. Uh, next matchup. It's a battle of the good old comedians. Yeehaw! Ladies and gentlemen, in one corner, I give you Larry the Cable Guy versus Jeff Foxworthy. Yuck, yuck. 
You might be a redneck if you're Larry the Cable Guy. Yeehaw! Get her done. So, Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy, who ya got? Oh boy, here we go. This uh... Oh, he's, he's running away with it now. Let's just go ahead and stop this fight right now, ladies and gentlemen. We do have a winner. Let's get it on. Well, we already got it on. Larry the Cable Guy moves on. I think that's because everybody figured out Larry the Cable Guy's a shtick. Go YouTube his early work. I'm not kidding. He used to wear Cavaricci's white button-down shirts. Yeah. All right. Our next one. Boy, I hate both these motherfuckers. One guy's a thief. One guy's a complete jag-off. The thief, Carlos Mencia, taking on the jerk-off, Dane Cook. Carlos Mencia, Dane Cook, who you got? He's running away with it. He's running away with it. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Mencia moves on. What what does FTP stand? Fuck the police? It, uh, it fuck that pussy? I, 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 I'm not sure what it means, they're addict to Brian. Uh, Jenny, but I, bo- I hate them both equally. I understand. All right. Our last matchup in the first round. By the way, I've made this one. Hmm. 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 I give you. Chick who really doesn't perform that much anymore. Paula Pans. Oh, fuck that puto. Okay, thank you. Uh, Paula Poundstone. It was just awful. She's a mix of every bad comedian, and then she's her. Versus that redhead bitch that nobody likes, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin, Paula Poundstone, who ya got?
man, oh, man, she had to come from behind. And Kathy Griffin wins. There's a shocker. All right. All right. So, So now we're set. We are set. Let's see. Put that there. Put that there. Put this here and then this here. All right. To move to the final four. And then the segment that I, who knows, I might lose my fucking brain in the next segment. Let's do it. Our first matchup to make it to the final four. I give you Amy Schumer versus Larry the Cable Guy. Amy Schumer, Larry the Cable Guy, who ya got? Stop the fight, ladies and gentlemen. Stop the fight. It's a, oh my God. This isn't even a competition. Amy Schumer moves on. Wow. Okay. So she's in the final four. And she'll be battling against the winner of this matchup Carlos Mencia versus Kathy Griffin. Let me say that again. Carlos Mancia against Kathy Griffin. Who ya got? I think I can end it. I think I can end it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. This final four is going to be amazing because Kathy Griffin has moved on. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Man, oh, man, is this going to be good. It's going to be good and tough. Kathy Griffin and Amy Schumer have made it to the final four worst comedians ever. We will do the West Coast bracket in the next time we do it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, you're not going to believe. You, you Just no. You ain't going to believe it. 775-357-FANS, Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. If you want to write me like Morgan did, I will read your emails here at ArnieRadio.com. Happy Monday, everybody.
show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, Douglas says, damn it, work took me away from Deathmatch. Looks like Kathy was the worst this far. Kathy and Amy Schumer. They have moved on to the final four. Douglas, I'm glad you're back. Uh, We're going to be talking about you here in just a second. Butterfly says, I googled Paula Poundstone Lady. I have seen her before. Didn't put the name and face together. I thought she was a lesbian, but Wikipedia says she identifies as asexual. I'd identify if I was her as asexual because nobody wants to fuck her. I mean, she's ugly. She's not funny. Asexual to me means you're a chronic masturbator. That's all it means. Are you an earthworm? Because, yes, earthworms are asexual. I remember that from Earth Science class. They reproduce with themselves. Hence the name Chronic Masturbator. (sighs) I didn't think that cancel culture and our fucking elite political correctness could ever go this far. this This one could be it for me. This one could be it for me. First, let me say something I saw this weekend on uh, Ben Shapiro. Maybe I saw this last Thursday. I don't know if I reported this to you. The uh, the idiot who um, put the gorilla glue in her hair. You remember we covered that for an entire week. The woman who put gorilla glue in her hair. Ben Shapiro this week or weekend found a story out of the Washington Post, left of left, that said, it, it, and by the way, I don't, I, I don't understand how this is that way, but the, the gorilla glue in the woman's hair is a part of systemic racism. Is the glue racist? Oh, it's society's need to have black women coat their hair like this? No, no, because I see, see, st- systemic racism would be black people getting passed over for jobs based on the color of their skin. I don't see a lot of black folks putting gorilla glue in their fucking hair. That's not systemic racism. That, that, that's stupidity. That's dumb. That's retarded. Like if, if you heard one of your friends say, "Hey, you know what? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I mean I'm thinking about this. Have you have thought about this? Have you ever thought about putting your hair in hold and uh, maybe putting like gorilla glue in your hair?" You are an idiot. <laughs> he has all three major kinds of retardation. Or you might be legally retarded. Uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert! That, that, that's what that is. It's not systemic racism. <sighs> After seeing that, ask family member Douglas. It, he had no idea I was watching that when he sent the story to me the other night. I opened up the story, and then I did the fact-checking and found out, yes, in fact, it is true. All you people out there that like Coca-Cola, 
I'm about to change your minds. The Coca-Cola Company, based in Georgia, Atlanta, I do believe, is forcing their employees and taking um, PC classes, I would, I would say, anti-racist classes. Okay. But this is the way they say to be anti-racist. Are you ready? What I'm about to say possibly is the most racist thing I've ever said on the show. And quite possibly the stupidest thing I have ever said on this show. They want their employees to be less white. Let me say that again. They are trying to teach their employees to be less white. An actual slide from this this gathering has ways to be less white, is to, and they give you a list. Be less oppressive. How, How am I oppressive? Be less arrogant. Okay. Be less certain. Be less defensive, be less ignorant, and be more humble. Let's take a look at that. To be less white, let's start there. Now, is it me? Or is that not a racist thing to say? Be less white? How would that go over if you were at a place and said, could you be less black? Could you be less Mexican? Huh? But it's okay in this direction? Be less oppressive. Who am I oppressing? If I work at Coca-Cola and my boss is a black man, how am I being oppressive? Well, just by being white. No, 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 that's not an answer. I would like to know what it means to be less oppressive. Can anyone, uh, uh, hey Siri, Uh what does it mean to be less oppressive? Okay. Burdensome, unjustly harsh, or tyrannical. I, I, I don't know how I am tyrannical. But I have to be less tyrannical. By the way, all the employees had to go do this. All the white employees, I'm sorry. Be less arrogant. Now, now. (laughs) 
I just saw another article relating racism to obesity. Can, can you post it in here? Because I'll look at that too. Thank you. Somehow this is real. Uh, the racist roots of fighting obesity. Prescribing weight loss to, to black women ignores barriers to their health. But you can do that to white people. Huh? Thank you, Douglas. <laughs> Be less arrogant. How am I arrogant? Boasting about me doing a good job? Well, aren't you supposed to boast about you doing? If you're Employee of the Week, shouldn't you wear the, shouldn't you park in the Employee of the Week parking space? Be less white. They forgot to say, don't be on time, don't pay your child support, and don't drink lots of grape and red flavored Kool-Aid if you want to be less white. That's grape drink. That ain't Kool-Aid. That's a, that's a grape drink. Purple drink. Be less arrogant. Tell that to Kanye. Do you hear the story of Deion Sanders this weekend? I, I like Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, I, I respect him. One day we'll have the conversation if he is the greatest football player of all time. Deion Sanders coached his first college football game this week. It, when I think of someone arrogant, I think of Deion. And by the way... He backs it the fuck up. Dion coaches first college football because that league decided to go. Yeah, butterfly, that could be common of the day. That's pretty damn funny. Uh, he he's the 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 conference they're in went to a spring game format for seven games. They're a smaller conference. Dion won his first game. As head coach, Division I college football, maybe Division I AA. I'm not sure what Jackson State is. I do know that Jerry Rice went there. And uh, he won 53 to nothing. Troy Aikman came and, and paid his respects. Oh, and by the way, Dion's office was robbed after the game. He got all his stuff back, but it was robbed after the game. By the way, the second time he's been robbed on that campus. I only bring that up because it was a story from this weekend. And when I think arrogant, I think Deion Sanders. But here's the problem. He backs it up. He backs up. Uh, Arrogant equals Steve Nash. I can't stand that bastard. But he backed it up. Okay, I will stop drinking Budweiser and start drinking Old English. <clears throat> How's that for my starters on my new path to less white? I mean, uh, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my entire life until I do the next story. Nope, Rice went to Mississippi Valley State. Walter Payton went, okay, my bad. Sorry about that, stink fist. I'm glad you corrected me. Thank you. I had it reversed. I thought Walter Payton went to Mississippi Valley. My bad. Be less certain. What, what, what does that mean? I am certain that my name is Arnie Roy States. I'm 100% certain of that. Now I'm not allowed to be certain of that, that that's not my name? 
be less certain. Uh, I am certain that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. That I, I that is a hundred percent certain. But I, I I don't know. I guess it's not. Be less defensive. Fuck you. If you say I stole something and I didn't steal it, I'm going to be defensive as fuck about that. Be less ignorant. You can say you can say that to anybody. I want to be less ignorant. I strive not to be ignorant. Because ignorant doesn't mean you're a dumbass. It means you just don't know. Ignorant means you don't know. So they want you to learn more. And be more humble. Well, that could go to anybody. Act like you've been there. Let's go back to Deion Sanders. He would start dancing at the 20-yard line because he knew nobody was going to catch him. Dion, be more humble. Oh, that's racist to tell that to Dion. I don't want Dion to be more humble. Motherfucker backs it up. I, I, they, <sighs> Here's some internet, uh, some images from an internal whistleblower. Confronting racism, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist. So, obviously, and there's some asshole on TikTok who says, if you're born white, you're born racist. Now, wait a second. Hold on. No. From Barack Obama all the way back to Martin Luther King. Everybody has said racism is something that is taught. You're not born racist. I don't know. Maybe babies are coming out and they've got a little square mustache and they're doing the Sig Heil right at birth. Being less ignorant equals those that don't know. There were slaves of all colors. There's still fucking slaves of all colors around the world. There's how you become less ignorant. Man, oh man, you guys, you guys are coming to play today. Correct the mundo. Next slide. In the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. Huh? Huh? Research shows by age three to four, children understand that it is better to be white. At three and four, I was trying not to piss the bed. I could give a fuck. I didn't know that I was better than anybody. I have never felt like I was better than anybody. Huh? Uh, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with white solidarity. Break with white? I don't have white solidarity. I have solidarity with, with right solidarity. Not meaning the right side, I mean being correct. Try to be less white. That's the last one. I've never, uh, look, I, I, I can just go on what I've done. I've never said I'm better than anybody, except at radio, because I am. 
But that's a skill. That's not based on the color of my skin. That's just me being a broadcaster. I'm the best broadcaster. And by the way, if I don't walk into a room with that attitude, I'm going to fail. Everyone in whatever job they have should walk into wherever their job is and say, I am the best at this job. No one is better than me. I don't care. I, I, I don't care if that's stacking paper, paper clips. I don't care if that's the CEO of a company. I don't care if it's a broadcaster. If you don't walk in with that mindset, you will fail. <laughs> so they want people to fail now? Is that what it is? Oh, Andrew, come on. That, that, that question, you, you can't answer that. You can't ask that question. And the question, he says, what would the reaction be if we replaced the word white with black in the story? Yeah, that would be mayhem. By the way, it would be called racist because this is race. Look, all these people that want to believe that black folks and Mexican folks can't be racist, y'all need to fucking wake up. Anybody can be racist. When you oppose... <sighs> hey, Siri. Let's see if they've changed. What is the definition of racist? As an adjective, it means prejudiced against or antagonistic towards a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or marginalized. Would you like to hear the remaining one? No. I, I don't like the last part where it's based on a minority, it, 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 but the first part, any. Racial group. If you oppose anything that, that another group does based on the color of their skin, that's being a racist. By the way, by the way, that statement I said earlier about you're born racist, and all this teaching that's going on right now about racism, I don't know who's teaching it, but it's not the teachings of Martin Luther King Jr., do we not remember the famous speech? Treat me based on the content of my character, not the color of my skin. They're treating me, they're judging me based on the color of my skin, not the content of my character. That's racist. The end. The end. Fucking end. They want white people to fail. Who's that? Woke white people? Yes. Woke white. This is, this is nothing more than white guilt that's out there. I don't know what white guilt is. Uh, remember, racist now means something different. Racist means a system of bias based on a race in addition to bigoted attitudes from ruling groups like whites. Now, if a black person or Mexican says something about other races, it's not racist. It's merely bigoted or ignorant, but not the scarlet letter of being racist. That's what's been so watered down to be almost meaningless except to guilt-ridden white people. If you switch the Siri voice to U.S., does it change the definition? That nah, doesn't turn me on as much. Uh, black and Mexican folks are where I learned all the racist jokes and other racist shit from. 
Uh, it really has me wanting to change my kid's last name to a Mexican. I feel bad for my kid growing up or right now. I truly do. I feel, I feel sorry for every kid growing up today. Every single kid growing up today in this woke society. I, I, like I said, we, this is the time. And, and, and look, I, I'll, I'll pull a Donald Trump here. We have to fight. We have to fight. And I'm not talking about white people. I'm talking about everyone, white, black, Asian, Mexican, whatever the fuck you are. This is all. Do you, do you know why? Uh, real quick, and, and I'm stealing this from Ben Shapiro, but he's so right when he says this. Do you know why Asian people per capita get paid more money than anybody else? Well, it's not because of yellow privilege or Asian privilege, because there is no Asian privilege in our country. But if you look it up, based on per capita, if you want to break it down, Asians make more money than anybody else. You know why? Because they work their fucking asses off. That's why. What? Where's their privilege? They don't have privilege. What's this privilege shit? By the way, I would like to know what this privilege shit is. I know what celebrity privilege is. I don't understand what white privilege is. I think if a cop pulls over a car with two black guys in there, it's a nice car in a decent neighborhood, and he's pulling them over based on the fact that they're black guys driving Mercedes, that cop should be arrested. Absolutely. Now, if that car has been reported stolen, or if they are indeed breaking the law somehow and he pulls them over, it's not. Oh, my God, Arnie, how can you say that? You're, you're, you're calling a white cop racist for Yes, I am. I think all bad cops should be fired. Will it happen? Uh, I, I, I can only hope. But the idea of this, this whole white privilege thing, no. Mm-mm. White pri- white privilege, really? When you have when you have rules in the NFL like the Rooney Rule, where you have to interview as many black candidates you have to I- I- as you possibly can before you hire, you're not allowed to hire the person. Well, well okay, let's say uh, let's say a. Uh, uh, a job comes up in the NFL in San Francisco, 49ers quarterback coach. So you're going to interview Colin Kaepernick before you interview Joe Montana, even though you want to have Joe Montana as your quarterback's coach because, well, he's one of the greatest. He's one of the two greatest of all time. But you have to – what does that do? What does that say? Hey, we want to interview you, but there's no shot of you getting the job because you're not the right candidate, Colin Kaepernick, because you weren't that great of a quarterback. Joe Montana, on the other hand, was a great quarterback. We want to hire him, but we have to interview you. That's stupid. That is absolutely, positively stupid. Uh, Let's see. Uh, This is not what Martin Luther King Jr. wanted. No, it isn't. It really is. Uh, uh, every Mexican joke I learned as a kid was from Mexican kids in my class. Ogre, not true. If a black person hears a Mexican say something derogatory towards another black person, we're all of a sudden white. 
A good example is when Mexicans get pissed off because the uh, El Eteros, corn street vendors, continually get attacked by black people. Then we're white. Mm-hmm. I started watching Ben's interview with Gina Carano, and it's pretty good. She explains how all the Twitter bullies influenced her firing. Mm-hmm. Ogre says, even now, however, a growing number of Asian Americans are questioning why they have to work so hard to be good Americans. They think they have to be quiet, not make waves, and work hard to be accepted by white America. Well, here's the thing. This is part of this new woke society. Fifteen years ago, Asians didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about them. They worked hard. They succeeded. They made more money. They lived in nice neighborhoods. The end. By the way, are, are places like Chinatown racist? What about Little Italy? Because I'll tell you this right now, you can't have White Town. White Town is a clan gathering. You can have eight, you can have little little China, little Italy or Chinatown and little Italy. Are you kidding me? <sighs> I have a friend that worked. Uh, by the way, and the reason why those places exist is a simple way of human nature. People like to be around people that they can relate to. That's all. Th- that's the reason those places exist. If you ever see a neighborhood and you've got a lot of, let's say, Irish people living in that neighborhood, do you know why? A, there's probably a bar close by. <laughs> and B, they, 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 can, they can relate to those people and those people's struggles. Relating to people's struggles now is being racist. My head is spinning right now. I am so goddamn mad at all... Uh, America, we have failed. We have failed. We've let this go too far. This is fucking ridiculous. And still, Asian Americans aren't 100% accepted by white America if they don't conform to white standards. Well, how would, white, how would, how would whites be accepted by Asians if they didn't co- uh, adhere to Asian standards? If a white person walks into an Asian's house and they don't take their shoes off and the Asians do, that's somebody who's a piece of shit. I would adhere to their whatever their house rules are. This is so crazy. There's a town in Texas called White Settlement. That's racist. You know, everything's racist now. Everything. Asians are being singled out. Pretty sure they have to test higher to get into good college than other minorities. That's racism, in my opinion. They don't have to. Look, look, look. They don't have to test higher. They just do. Donald Trump wanted to go after Ivy League schools like Harvard, who had a cap on the number of Asians that went there. Donald Trump, I know the most racist man that's out there. But he had a lawsuit, by the way, that's been pulled off now. A federal lawsuit going against Harvard, I believe, because they had a certain number of Asians they were allowed in. Why is that? Well, because Asians then would be allowed to get in all the time. Well, so what? They earned it. Oh, I, Ogre, I understand. You're reporting the mood. Not, I, I understand. I totally get it. And that's the shitty thing with America right now. 
I shouldn't even say America because this isn't America anymore. White people have accepted Asians. Look at them getting their nails done. There you go. Stereotype. Yeah, we've accepted Mexicans. We all have nice yards. Look. This is this this is part of this woke society that's out there. And until something is done, I mean, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it until somebody, and I'm doing it, I'm the one yelling, this is racism, to tell people to be less white. So I guess, is, is blackface acceptable now so I can go out and blackface because I'm less white then? I should start a, 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 a rap career? Is that me being less white? Yeah, Stink Fist, you're right. There should be a cap on the number of Indian kids in the spelling bee. You know why them kids can spell? You ever see their last names? If they can spell their last name correctly, they're spelling bee champ. My last name has six letters in it. Their last name has like 47 letters in it. And only two are vowels. Of course they're going to win spelling bees. These people are geniuses. Yes, I said it. These people. The reason why Asians are, are, are going to good schools and getting good jobs is because they are smart. Because they are taught to not fuck around. They're taught to study. They're expected. Look, look. They're expected to get nothing but A's in school. My parents knew, look, my parents expected me to get good grades. And for the first four or five years, I lived up to it. And then I realized, whoa, this is a social experiment too, and I can have friends, and I can make people laugh. So that became more important to me than what, what the spelling was of a certain word. By the way, in some cultures, it's not cool to be smart. It's not cool to study. If you think I'm picking on one group of people, you are so wrong. The Cali Asian community was the main reason that the proposition to reallow affirmative action of California college admission on the November ballot failed. They didn't want quotas because they would have to let in more non-Asians. They, like me, think that hard work should be rewarded, not the color of your skin. Correct mundo. I mean, seriously. Correct mundo. I don't give a fuck what your name is, what color you are. If you are the right one to get into that college or to get that job, so be it. Now, like Tennessee, it's not cool to be smart or have good hygiene. Yes. Correct the mundo. Uh, Ogre says, Addy, Brian, it's interesting about the levels of Mexican or Latin nowadays. If you have to prove how Latin you are, it's like who can claim uh, to be a bigger victimized group? And there's the ethereal self-imposed limit on how many people can claim to be part of a group. Or there's a series of criteria to be considered as such. Shit, my mother-in-law comes from South America. She married a whiter-than-white American, but my wife wasn't sure 
she should put Latina on her college applications. Her mom said, yes, do it so you have a better shot at getting into top schools. Yes. It's not cool in America to study, be honest. It's not. For, for a lot of people. For Asians, they don't give a fuck what's cool. If you don't want to get your ass whooped at home, then you're going to fucking study. Dave Coe says, the only test an Asian parent is okay with is their kid to fail as a driving test. Stop that, Dave Coe. Jesus. But the woke society doesn't end there because are you ready for this? I'm not making this shit up, people. The Disney company has decided this is a real story. The Disney company has decided that the Muppet Show is offensive and now can only be seen by adults. What in the green fuck has happened to this world? The Muppet Show is offensive? Are you fucking nuts? SLL Radio and Media. Um, are, are you playing my show? Is that why you logged on and, and, and put that on there? I, I'm just wondering. Welcome to chat. Oh, wait. I don't want to do that. Welcome. I mean, you can steal all this. I, I hope you're broadcasting me. I, I hope I'm offending you because I'll slap you in the fucking mouth. If somebody says... Aren't you now charging for advertising? I've always been charging for advertising, just nobody wants to advertise right now because of the horrible and deadly coronavirus. Ain't ain't nobody got money. Of course, I'm still, hey, if you want to advertise your business on this show, you are more than welcome. It's going to cost. Look, hey, everything costs. But are, are you serious? The, the, the Muppet Show. It's time to get... It's time to light the lights. It's time we get things started on the Muppet Show tonight. Is it... it, it the warning is believed to refer to Muppet characters designed as stereotypes of Native Americans, Arabs, and East Asians. Who the fuck is that? I still don't even know what kind of animal Gonzo is. And he fucks chickens. I mean, if anything, the Muppet Show should be demonized for being, you know, such fucking weird cross-pollinating of species like frogs and pigs. Fozzie Bear? He's a bear. With that nose, God's was clearly Jewish. There, I think there's one character, and that's the Swedish chef. Gunchen, 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 gunchen. 
you ain't going to get rid of the two old white guys. And they, that, that right there is perfect. They hate everything. Why? Because they're old white men. I don't, how is, how is fucking, ah, Beaker is retarded. Me, 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 me. I, for one, am okay with canceling the Muppets. Those things creep me out. Hey, man, hey, I let people keep those claymation shows. That fucking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer shit, that claymation stuff, that stuff irks me. Those things are going to come to life and eat you. The Muppets are okay. Can we just kill all the overly sensitive and start over? I wish. The Swedish chef was the only negative stereotype, but now no one gave a fuck about the Swedes. It It wasn't negative. It was funny. You would think that the Muppets would be pushed by the liberals. I'm not convinced Miss Piggy is a biological female. Oh, Kermie. You need to see Jeff Dunham. He does Arab puppets, and they're supposed to be that done. Yes, that's his shtick, and it's funny. SLL Media sucks. This is Addict Brian saying it. I'm not saying it, SLL Media, in case you want to advertise. Uh, one of my listeners says, uh, you suck. They're playing some kid bop-like songs. I wanted to stab my ears, okay? The Muppet Show is a take on old vaudeville shows, and it's funny as hell. Even more so than as an adult when you get the jokes. Yes. Dr. Teeth and his band were always high. An- Animal was on meth, yes. I don't know what the fuck Animal was. Animal was fucking crazy. Be honest, who was not afraid of the abominable snowman at five years? I was I was afraid of him, and I was afraid of Hermie. I was afraid of Baby New Year. Remember that? Claymation Baby New Year? That thing, that thing was the devil. As a fat person, Miss Piggy not getting laid because she's a pig personally is personally offensive. Oh, Kermit was giving her that fucking one-eyed green frog. He was laying it down. He was putting it in her fucking pig ass. We all know. Gonzo would get all worked up and his nose would straighten out and he'd start fucking the chickens with that. God, I am ruining people's childhood. Well, that's why I have the tattooed, scarring your inner child. What's green and smells like pork? Kermit's finger. All right. All right. That's good. This is just the tip of the iceberg in this stupidity break. How about this? A Bronx teacher, a veteran Bronx teacher, who identifies Rafaela Espinal, who identifies as an Afro-Latina. Okay. So she got a Latina mama and a black daddy or a black mama and a, a Latino daddy. All right who is a year away from retirement, has been fired for not doing the cross-armed Wakanda Forever salute to black power. It's not a salute to black power. It was it was Wakanda. If you've turned it into a sign of black power, she wouldn't do it. 
cross arms in Wakanda forever? Why are you getting fired for it? I, I, I'm lost, man. I, I'm just lost. I don't understand people anymore. I, and you know what? Here's the thing. I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm not wanting to understand any pe- people anymore. Do you know why? It's because people are fucking stupid, and they suck, and they're rotten. And if I don't know you, boy, oh, boy. See, but this is my problem is that if I go that way, then I let the woke side win. And I can't let them win. I can't let them win. You can't let them win. I'm not guilty of anything. I'm guilty of being too good at radio. I'm guilty of being too fat. That's what I'm guilty of. has nothing to do with the color of my skin. I will never feel white guilt, ever. And if you say, well, that, that, that right there makes you racist, then you know what? So be it. Let's water down that word like Ogre said earlier. Because racist has been watered down. And the more and more shit that comes out now, it's almost a crime to be white in this country. It's, it is a crime to have differing opinions in people. You see, we used to have differing opinions from people politically because that was what this country was built on. This country was built on a series of checks and balances. One side says something, the other one checks it, and everything is balanced. But now we want to get to the point where only one party speaks, and if you don't speak and agree with everything that a party says... Well, you're evil, you're racist, you're probably a pedophile. No, no. These, these, look, if the left were to come out and say coffee is the greatest drink in the world and you disagree with that, there's some people that will agree. I'm not one of those people. But I will be canceled if I don't agree with it because they'll say I'm racist. She is suing the school district, by the way, for $40 million and alleges she was told she wasn't black enough and she should just learn to be quiet and look pretty. Yeah, this early retirement's going to pay off well with her $40 million. They, look, they, they're canceling black folks. Because they're not, quote-unquote, black enough. Alicia last night put up this British reporter who was talking about Laura Ingalls, the, the gal who wrote the Little House on the Prairie stories, and how they've gotten her name off of an award. And the reason why is because she represents, or her books use bad language from back in the day and and, and, and talk about other... Races back in the day. Laura Ingalls is quite dead now. But this British reporter goes, what was she supposed to write about? This was the world she lived in. 
She doesn't know anything about political correctness because there was no political correctness back then. God bless Samuel L. Jackson when he was questioned about how many times the N-word was said in the movie Django Unchained. Because there's been a long rumor about Quentin Tarantino and the N-word. Because it is said a lot in his movies. Especially Django Untamed. Somebody asked Samuel L. Jackson, are there too many N-words used in this movie? And Sam, and Sam is a very, very proud black man. He was a part uh, that, that accidentally kidnapped, I believe it was Martin Luther King's father at, at a college uprising. He was very militant. But even he's come out to say, what was Quentin Tarantino supposed to say? The term African-American was not in in the 1880s when that movie is set. Well, well, did he have to say it so much? If he wants it to reflect that time period, then yes, he does have to. Oh, man. Uh, I read that the chick who played Prince Akeem's original betrothed wife, the one who barked and hopped, alleged the casting was racist because she was too black to play Lisa. The main female character played by the luscious Shari Headley uh, because there were no other dark-skinned women in the movie, like Lisa's horny little sister or the queen. Do you know what racism has turned into? This is what ra- the word racist and, and racism has turned into. It's turned into when you're in a relationship and somebody's accusing of you of cheating and you're not, they're the ones cheating. So know this now. Anybody who's the, the ones that are out there crying the loudest about racism and saying stuff is racist, those are your racists in society today. That's exactly what they are. Only black people can't be related. Yeah, shut up. Don't don't spew that stupidity with me. Now, stupid woman saying you're born. Is, it, just stop. Just stop. Uh, let's see. Ad Bryant says, I get called a racist at least once a day for my kids. If I don't allow them to do something, I'm a racist. Racism is watered down. The word is a joke nowadays. Oh, my God, my son got called a racist for not having a Bible in stock at the StoryWorks. The woman was black, and I laughed. I mean, that's ridiculous. You know what the woman should have said? This is exactly what she should have said. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. See? If we cancel Planned Parenthood, where else will people go for their abortions after purposely getting pregnant just to get their I had an abortion badge? And yes, that's a thing now. Oh, Lord, take me now. Take me now. Reunite me with my family up in in the gates of heaven. I've had enough of this place that you call Earth. This place is a fucking shithole. 
Now, a teacher that was fired for not doing the Wakanda sign. And she was black. Yet Carl Hart, a professor at Columbia, pretty revered school, I would say Columbia is. The doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. Yeah, see, that, that, that's what they'll teach you there. He chairs the psych department, and he has a fondness for heroin. The 54-year-old married father of three snorts small amounts of heroin for as many as 10 days in a row and enjoyed it mightily. By the way, the school knows of this. He says, quote, there are many things in my life that I enjoy more than a few lines by the fireplace at the end of the day. He studies the psychoactive drugs of humans, finds his use of narcotic to be as rational as my alcohol use. Well, well, eh, ah. alcohol use, you want to say that's rational? Okay, because alcohol is legal. Heroin, heroin as some people would say it in the hood. Uh, that, that, that's illegal. It, it, it is until you change the laws if you want to change them. Damn it. Fucking thing spilled all over my Run DMC t-shirt. Go Lions. Was that Columbia? Are they the Lions? Motherfucker, and by the way, he's keeping his job. So you get a, you get a teacher in New York that won't do the Wakanda Forever sign, compared to an actual professor who admits to using heroin. By the way, he's black. I mean. I know I should just, you know. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Ugh. Fucking white people. I hate them. I hate white people so much. And by white, I mean the woke white society that's out there. You guilty ass motherfuckers. What are you guilty of? What are you guilty? What did you do? I have talked on this show a a million times about assaulting and wanting to kill people. I don't get arrested. If I were to carry it out or tell you guys to carry it out, I would be arrested. And by the way, rightfully so. I don't. I, I don't understand this bizarre world we live in where Joe Biden last week can say that there was not a vaccine when he took office, even though he had been fully vaccinated. He'd gotten both shots before he swore himself in. And the mainstream media is like, yeah, we ain't going to say anything. This Ted Cruz debacle. Of him leaving the state to go to Mexico. 
Is that bad? Okay, we can have a discussion. I think it's worse if you actually murdered old people during a pandemic. But 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 here's the thing. We're not going to talk about that. You need all the audio from Black Sheep. Kill Whitey. <laughs> that is in there at the end, isn't it? Yeah. This is the only one I have from that one. Adam J., you're going to like this one. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. Gary Busey, what a genius. Come on, man, he forgot it happens. I'm surprised he remembers he's president. But they're going to allow a professor at a, a highly esteemed university in America? Yeah, it's fine you do heroin. No biggie. No, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that's, uh, that's pretty big. But that's just me. All right, I'm, I'm going to save this story for tomorrow and this one. I do have to get to this story, though, because this story is fantastic. I, for one, say Mexico can keep Ted Cruz. I, you know what? I, look, I think he's creepy. I think he's awful. He didn't do anything wrong. Come on, man. He forgot it happens. Uh, yeah, I surprised he remembered he's president. Oh, he has no clue. He has no clue. Joe Biden said that blacks and Mexicans don't know how to use the Internet. Remember, poor kids are just as bright as white kids. This dude is our president. Oh, I know. It's fantastic. Mr. Hair Sniffer. Now, we, we have to travel for this last story here before we get back to uh, who's he, what's it, uh, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. So we'll just do this. Bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. All right, y'all hear about this old boy? His name, a 95-year-old Tennessee resident, Frederick Carl Berger, has been kicked out of not only the state of Tennessee, but the the country of America, because it turns out the 95-year-old man That's right. He was a concentration camp guard. Holy fucking shit. They kicked his ass out of here. I hope he gets charged with some war crimes. He's 95. I do have a theory of why he came to Tennessee. He liked that place, uh, the Nathan Bedford Forest National Forest. As you may or may not know, Nathan Bedford Forest 
who's a distant relative of Forrest Gump, hashtag the movie. He started a little, uh, a small group near Pulaski, Tennessee. Pulaski, a little close to Memphis, I believe. Uh, he started a group called the Knights of the Q Klux Klan. <laughs> I assume Tennessee kicked him out for quitting. <laughs> So, uh, I, I mean, look, Tennessee, you, get, you got awful people there and Nazis. I, t- Jesus Christ. Mama says everyone makes mistakes. Ma- Mama, why are you touching my penis while I'm on the toilet? Ooh, Jenny, you're not so fresh down there. I don't want little Forrest to walk in while I'm plowing you from behind, Jenny. Can you lock the door? Jenny, why are you hitting me with a frying pan in my testicles? I can go on all day doing that voice. Jenny, I just pooped. Will you wipe me? Mama says life is like a box of chocolates because, well, Mama's stupid. So, are there rewards if we turn in people that worked in those concentration camps? I may or may not know of a business that is definitely not on Auburn Boulevard by College Oak, whose owner's fathers may have worked in those camps. Nope. I'm not sure. I don't know. Does it say how this motherfucker got caught? Uh, let's see. Department of Justice uh, announced German says, oh, I guess he got uh, he got recognized. I, I guess he hasn't changed in 70-plus years. <laughs> Mama says life is like a box of chocolate, or, di- or she's diabetic. People wonder, well, why did it take him so long? Well, he was hitting really well, I guess. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mama, I don't like the taste of the rectal thermometer. Mama, can I see your hoo-ha? Jenny, let me see hers. You, you kind of have to feel bad. Look, okay, you, you really can't feel bad for him because he's a former Nazi. But motherfucker has been kicked out of America. I don't know how long he's been here, like since the 50s. They kick him out of America. He don't know what to do over in those places. He's 95. Motherfucker probably has dementia and Alzheimer's, VD. I guess he's him doing the Nazi march every morning during the, the stroll gave it away. Yeah, he's out there goose-stepping with the best of them. You know, Gruesome dyes his hair black. He's hiding uh, a toad blonde hair. He keeps a fake mustache in his desk drawer so he can put it on when no one's looking. Jenny wanted to do the Alabama Hot Pocket, so I ran and ran, and I was running. I 
I'm glad this guy's been kicked out of the country. I feel bad he's a little old man, 95 years old, been kicked out of the country, has no place to go. As soon as he gets back to Germany, though, he's going to be dead on the street. You know that. Paper beats rock, right? Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Is that it? Did we do everything? Yeah, we did everything. All right. Now it's time. We got to get to round two, people. Have to get to round two. That way we can get the finals ready to go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, round two of Celebrity. Oh, Celebrity. 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 What we do is we get celebrities. This time it's stand-up comedians we hate. And we find out who we hate the most. The winner of this will be the most hated comedian of all time. All right, here we go. So remember, in our first round, Amy Schumer Schumer beat not only Sarah Silverman, but Larry the Cable Guy as well to make it to the Final Four. Kathy Griffin took on Paula Poundstone and Carlos Mencia to make it all this way. So now, ass family, I have the, well, this half to do. And then we'll do the finals in a little bit. Let's see. Let me write all this down. Ooh, that one's a good one. Oh, yeah. And then... Okay, here we go. Round one, ladies and gentlemen. Worst comedians ever. Our number one spot on the Western Regional goes to the red-headed, juiced-up comedian who uses nothing but props in his comedy. I give you Carrot Top. Taking on someone who has brought the level of black comedians down to a level I've never seen before because he's so awful and thinks he's a pimp. I give you Cat Williams. Carrot Top versus Cat Williams. Who ya got? Braddy, you can only vote once. Your vote only counts one time. My God. My God. Oh, it's over. It is over. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrot Top moves on. All right. All right, here we go. Next matchup, we have a a chick who, who rose to nowhere. Out of nowhere, Tiffany Haddish hit the scene and is now like some queen of comedy. Bullshit. She is taking on 
a woman that was corrected by a snoop schnozzle pow pow puddin bops bill cosby himself at an award show i give you wanda sykes tiffany haddish versus wanda sykes who you got We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on is Wanda Sykes. My God. All right. Or Wanda Dykes, as someone wrote. Next match. Oh, God damn. This one's. I hate both these bitches. Oh, man. Didn't she she have a TV show for a little while? I don't find her funny. And she is a Korean, I believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Margaret Cho taking on one of the biggest skags I've ever seen in my entire life. Chelsea Handler. Margaret Cho versus Chelsea Handler. Who ya got? Close. Oh my gosh. Oh, just just end it. End it right now. It's a bloodletting. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Chelsea Handler moves on. Oh, this is oh, this is gonna be such an epic matchup. Our final two comedians who I hate with every fucking fiber of every comic bone in my body. The worst person who has ever been on Saturday Night Live. I give you Pete Davidson taking on a guy who's been on TV way too much and way too long, Bill Maher. Pete Davidson versus Bill Maher. Worst comedians ever. Who ya got? This one's got a chance to go a little ways here. It's close. 
It is close, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go, we're wrapping it up. Two, one, we have a winner. Look at that, Pete Davidson finally wanted something and that is sucking. Pete Davidson. All right, here we go. First matchup to get to the final four. We have that mouthy lesbian broad Wanda Sykes taking on the gender prop comic also known as Carrot Top. I ask you as family, who you got? Not Pete. It's all tied up. One more vote. Come on, we need one vote. After Ratburger, he says, Wanda. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wanda, fuck you, Pam. Raise vote, Democrat, Brat. Are you drunk? Uh, I, I, I need it. After that, Butterfly. Butterfly just put a smiley face on. I'm so confused in a three-way that I miss something. Wanda, look at that. Wanda Sykes moves on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The one vote needed. Wanda Sykes moves to the final four. To take on the winner of this matchup right here, right now, ladies and gentlemen. Now you can vote for either Pete Davidson or Chelsea Handler. Pete Davidson, Chelsea Handler, who you got? one's a tough one. People are dead. Oh, we are deadlocked. Oh, man. By the slimmest of margins. Pete Davidson moves on. So the final four is set. Worst comedian ever here. Remember, the Eastern Block is Amy Schumer against Kathy Griffin, taking on Wanda Sykes and Pete Davidson. We will do this near the end of the show today. 775-357-FANS, and when we come back, I will tell you why I am now Team Angelina in her little feud with Jennifer Aniston. Rumors spreading round. 
Looking at Texas town About to check outside the games And you know what I'm talking about Just let me know if you wanna go To that home out on the range They got a lot of nice girls
me he says where the fuck is Gallagher look Gallagher not a lot of people are gonna remember Gallagher Gallagher had the sled dramatic where he came out and he hit watermelons and got all over the crowd look we all we can all gather that he wasn't a comedian he was an asshole people that bought tickets to see Gallagher are a bunch of dumb fucks I gotta say it I don't I don't categorize him as a comedian because he was never funny I didn't think. I, I never thought he was funny. So that, that that's why he did not make the list. I don't find any of these people that funny. Uh, but some people do. Now, we will get to the finals when we wrap all this shit up here today. First, though, I have to give an explanation now of why I am Team Angelina now. I have held back for all these years. 
my original response was, let, let's, if your team, Jen, and this is back, you know, a hundred years ago when Brad Pitt was married to Jennifer Aniston, and he dumped her for Angelina Jolie. I said, let those two fight it out in a giant pool of cream corn. And whoever comes out on top, that's the team I'll be on. It never happened. So I had to say, well, I, I got to remain neutral in this until they fight in cream corn. Let cream corn decide it, people. Coleslaw even, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they wrestle in baked beans. I, I, I'm not sure. Ooh, cover them all in Bush's baked beans. Let Duke be the referee. That's, that's, that's entertainment. Well, in 1998, Jennifer Aniston, who was promoting the movie The Object of My Affection, which I used to refer to as The Object of My Erection, which I'm sure there's a porno out there called that. That starred her and, uh, what's his name, Paul Rudd. Back when Paul Rudd was kind of a nobody. And Paul Rudd was, like, pretending to be gay or something and be with her. I, I, he was gay, and he was pretending to be with her. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Or is that the movie that she loved Kevin Bacon, but he didn't love her? I, I don't even remember. She's made some shitty movies. But she's out promoting it like celebrities do. Whenever you see a celebrity stop by their late-night talk show, they're not just stopping by to just shoot the shit. They're there to promote a movie. Now, I don't know what David Letterman has done recently, but the war against David Letterman has been really fascinating to watch. Remember, first it was the way he treated Lindsay Lohan. Remember that, how awful he was to her? How mean he was to her? Somebody else that, that mentioned David Letterman, too, how awful of an interview it was. Well, now Jennifer Aniston, she has come up and said uh, that he is gross. He is a horrible human being. Why? Because he licked her hair during an interview. In 1998, ask family, that is 23 years ago. He gets close to her face and places strands of her hair into his mouth. Now, in 1998, she was still portraying Rachel, and every woman wanted the Rachel haircut. Jennifer Aniston is more known for her hair than it is for her acting abilities. And he he puts the mouth in his hair, sucks on it before uh, slowly pulling away. Aniston who was laughing during the encounter, but was visibly in shock minutes later. Hey, here's a video. Here, I'll share this video with you. Uh, Here we go. You got to scroll down about halfway down. You'll see this video. This is rude. I just want to try one thing. Okay. Anton. Grabs her hair. And he licks her hair. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
wiping it down later. I'm sorry. That's going to be worth something, a lot of money. Something someday. to do with the steam room. <laughs> now the uh, the film the film's already. People are off here going. Because you're right there, I'm just. Uh, so anyway, the uh, the uh, the film uh, is out now. It's disgusting to watch, someone wrote. Where did all this aggression and hate come from David Letterman? I, I, I don't understand this. And Jennifer Anderson's leading the way. I can't get over how creepy and disturbing this clip of Jennifer Aniston on Letterman is. What the fuck? Hey, 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 hey. We need to shut YouTube down. Now, look, I am no giant fan of David Letterman. Hee-hee, Poughkeepsie. Paul, do we have any Poughkeepsie music? I am a Johnny Carson fan. I hated Jay Leno. Jimmy Fallon sucks. Jimmy Kimmel is terrible. You give me, I, I tell you what, you want me to make my late nights, I would start it off with Johnny. Then I, I would go ahead and put Dave after Johnny like it was. And then have Arsenio close out the night. Dave Coe says it's because nobody likes his beard. That beard is kind of creepy. I don't get this. Cream corn, that sounds like a festival in small town Oklahoma. Every girl wants to be queen cream. (laughs) Uh, It's a nice show for God's sakes. People are laughing and drinking there. Have drugs and celebrities, you know. Uh, No one can sniff except Joe. He didn't sniff it. He sucked her hair. What does Jerkoff and Letterman have in common? I don't know what. Letterman is from Indiana. Pence is from Indiana. No brainer. Good call. D- Dog shit was a huge Letterman fan. He, oh, you are correct, sir. Yeah, I mean, Johnny had Ed McMahon and Doc Severinsen. Johnny, Johnny's the king. But I got to say, all this hatred and all this venom towards David Letterman I don't get it. I don't understand. Let's just pile on Dave. And by the way, Dave's the kind of guy who won't, well, I don't know. Dave used to be the kind of guy who wouldn't give a fuck. But David Letterman, has, he has turned into such a fucking pansy that he'll probably apologize. He'll probably come out and apologize to Lindsay Lohan for the rehab stuff, for all that stuff. I, I, I'm just, I'm so sick of this shit. I, I'm so sick of going back in time and canceling shit that's 23 years old. There are plenty of 23-year-olds I'd like to cancel out there. Okay, so here, here's my public service announcement. Let, let me get the music ready. Would we have it? Yeah, there it is. If you're young... And you go on and and easily offended. Please, whatever you do, don't, 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 whatever you do. Do not Google or do not YouTube people like Robin Williams. 
Don Rickles, Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Now, I'm not equating those people to Dave Letterman because they're far superior beings than David Letterman because they were a lot funnier. But you will find their comedy to be quite offensive. Some of them use the N-word. They're black, so they can. But if you don't want to get your little panties in a bunch and go, oh, that's so mean. Don't ever watch one of the old celebrity roasts with Don Rickles and Dean Martin. Don't. Don't do it. You'll cry. You will cry. And then you'll just have to complain to the Internet gods and have it taken down. And the rest of us Neanderthals will just have to go with that. There you go. Yeah, he was mean to Paris Hilton. He licked Jennifer Aniston. He made fun of Lindsay, blah, blah, blah. Cry me a fucking river. If Aniston's father wasn't Victor Kiriakis, I bet she would have been on her knees in front of Harvey Weinstein, too. Well, let me just say, that one gets the largest. Correct the mundo. You know, I kind of used to like Jennifer Aniston until the whole election cycle hit. And I, I, I'll tell you this right now. I'll say it. I'll say it right. She's become so ugly to me, I wouldn't fuck her with a 10-foot pole. And with all the men she'd been with, I'd probably lose that pole anyway. So uh, officially here, the Arnie State Show says, fuck you, Jennifer Aniston. You are, you are out of rotation. In the personal highlight reel. And we all hate you. Adj Bryant says, Bob Sagan has jokes about blowing people for blow. Well, that's anti-gay. You got to get rid of him. I mean, you want me to go through every comic set, I will fucking get, I will eviscerate every fucking comic out there. But then I'll have to go through my set and eviscerate myself, including the upcoming set that I'm writing. Hint, hint. September 17th is not that far away, Sacramento. Just saying. I turned 50. Where will I be? Uh, let's see. Vote. Who do you think Jennifer is deadliest, uh, is deadest laying the... I, she might have to go in that category. Now, no, no one is a deader lay than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and Emma Stone are the two deadest lays in Hollywood. Rachel McAdams is up there somewhere, too. I'm seeing a picture of her. Fine with me. One less fat guy to, in line to fuck her. Yeah. Mm, hot mom, maybe. We're, hot mom, don't get ahead of yourself. We're working. There's some plans. There's some ideas. A lot of writing going on right now. I, enjoy, I, I like the writing process, and uh, yeah, it's all good. <sighs> now, now, can we all just say that I guess, I guess we can say this, that Kim Kardashian has now filed for divorce officially from Kanye West? She's a racist. Can we finally say that? I, I mean, that's the kind of society we live in today, that people on Team Kanye 
are going to call her a racist for wanting to divorce him. I guarantee, I, I, let, let, let me, Justin. I guarantee. That someone or some group of people is referring to Kim Kardashian today as a racist for filing divorce papers against Yeezy. I haven't seen it officially yet, but mark my words. Mark my words. Monday, February 22nd, you will see this. Now, as soon as you see this and you hear a loud explosion, that will be my head blowing up because that makes zero sense to me. I'm saying it in jest, but there are some people that will be saying it for shizzle. You know you're bad when your Betty White is 100 people ahead of you on the deadliest lay pole. I know. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have sex with Betty White. No, I, I'm not attracted to her. Yuck. Ugh. She's old. She's only divorcing Kanye because he's black and lost the presidential election. I'm sure that's what some people say. Him running for election was the, the, what they say is the straw that broke the camel's back. I can't believe she put up with him as long as she did. The man thinks he's the next coming of Jesus. I, I couldn't tell you a Kanye song if it bit me in my asshole. I, I have no, I, I've never found his me. I, I've heard it. I don't, I don't like it. And I like rap music. Fuck, I'm wearing a goddamn Run DMT shirt, Run DMC t-shirt today. Is that now like saying, oh, I have a black friend. Well, I like rap music. I, I li- DMX I like. I like Run DMC. I like LL Cool J. I, I like Ari B and Rocky. That's old school rap right there. There's some public enemy that I like. But, but Kanye is just garbage. He is hot garbage. His shoes are ugly. His clothing line is awful. And to say he is a brilliant but complicated man is the really nice way of saying this guy's a fucking nutbag. He he is nuttier than squirrel shit. And she put up with that shit for seven years. She don't need his money. Who's getting spousal support in this one? Who's worth more? Hey, Siri. Who's worth more money, Kim Kardashian or Kanye West? Okay, I found this on the web for who is worth more. There we go. Net worth. Who has more money? It should be Kanye, but... Oh, my God. Does anybody want to play guess how much Kim is worth? How much do you think Kim is worth? Holy fucking balls. Mm. <laughs> ah, damn. Fuck me. Fuck me in the butt. 
Lake Tahoe Joe is now following me. Is that what I saw? Is that? Thank you, Lake Tahoe Joe. Let me let me, let me read the email. Let me see. I just want to make sure I get this right. Say hello to new people. Lake Tahoe Joe has started following. Well, thank you, Lake Tahoe Joe. Uh, all right. The winner, by the way, by by four hundred million dollars is Kanye West. Kanye West is worth one point three billion dollars. I mean, Kim Kardashian is worth nine hundred million dollars. Uh, uh, for what? Kanye, I can get from all the the rapping, his clothing line, not so much, his deals with Adidas. Kim is worth nine, she's almost a billionaire? Are you fucking kidding me? For what? For giving shitty blowjobs to Ray J? Nine hundred million fucking dollars. What is wrong with this fucking world? Hey, sign that gap deal, yeah? Wow. Well, obviously that that Kim has grown accustomed to that lifestyle. Boy, I can't wait to see that. Isn't her little sister Kylie a billionaire? Well, well, she had like a makeup line too. I guess Kim had a makeup line and sold it, and then gets if she posts something on Instagram, she gets over a million dollars a post. Are you fucking? Why? Why? Man, oh man! I thought Meghan Markle had the magic pussy. Jesus, I'm wrong. Wow. My family is worth more than their native land of Armenia. Holy Jesus. Bitch is worth $900 million. Look, she became attractive. No, no, she didn't. Now, speaking of, of, of super pussy... It's it's being said that Brother William is sad and shocked at Harry. <laughs> I don't care. You know what? I I want to see. I want to see a real family feud. I want to see Steve Harvey asking questions of the royal family and then the Markles. That's what their show on Netflix should be called: Meet the Markles. Because Prince Harry, Prince Harry has no balls. I love the fact that he can no longer wear military outfits around. He should wear a fursuit and let Megan just lead him around with a fucking leash. What a fucking dog. Yes, William is quite sad. Blimey, I'm sad that William had done this. I get Has the interview been done? This this sit down interview with Oprah is supposed to expose a bunch of shit in the, which by the way it won't. This is going to be like for all my older people out there when Geraldo went to the tombs of Al Capone, his secret vault, and found nada. Ain't nothing going to come out in this interview. 
Ain't going to come out that the queen has fucking dreadlocks for pubic hair. That's not coming out. We will not find out if the queen is a squirter or not. Or the weird sex games that the brothers played growing up. We're not going to find out any of that. Arnie, that's kink shaming. Yes, yes it is. Uh, And I know you're joking. Let me just say, I am the king of shaming. I am shaming king. I'll fat shame you, ugly shame you, whatever. Because I don't give a fuck. But I appreciate you calling me out on it. Now, you know what? I kind of want to see Kate just fucking sucker punch. Uh, What's her name? That's it, right? Yeah, Megan. I want to see Kate just sucker punch that girl. What Lay the smacketh down on thee. All of a sudden, she's walking, and all of a sudden, Paya! Just hits her right in the mouth. I would pay for that. Hey, Brian, as William says, he's believing Harry and Meghan have been insulting and disrespectful to the Queen. Shut up. You're going to be king someday. You're going to be king, and you're going to welcome your little brother back with his fucking ginger tail between his legs when she goes off and she starts fucking plowing away some fucking Hollywood stuntman because good old Harry, ain't he ain't up to par. Can't wait. Cannot wait for these two to get divorced. I'm giving them... Maybe, maybe another two years. Maybe. Two years or under. A timeline I give Megan and Harry. I think Harry's going to be like Popeye the Sailor Man. He's, he's heard so much he can't hear anymore about how whooped he is, how much of a pussy he is, how queefalicious he is, because he really is. How how do you walk away from the fucking monarchy? It's free money. You walked away. You are an enormous, you are a fucking, you're a boy band in Great Britain. You could get boy band ass there. And you run off with this skag who then turned your life topsy-turvy, moves you to America where there are guns everywhere. I love how British people hate our guns. And don't come here. Get out. Ratburgers is pretty sure the Prince Charles wears ladies' lingerie around the palace. Oh, yeah. And Camilla, his wife, has got an enormous cock. I'm just telling you right now, Camilla, she is well-endowed. She has got a penis that won't stop. No, I I bet you this is not a listener. This is some sort of call. Yes, hello there. Yeah, I'm really really offended because I'm a big Harry fan. Yeah? Yeah. Who is this? Uh, This this is Joe Murphy. I'm a uh, first-time listener, first-time listener, long-time caller. Murph, Murph, my man, you can't be a Harry fan. No, I dude, I have not shaved in weeks. You probably haven't showered either. 
I, you know, I don't know if you, but I, the price of soap, but with the price of beer, I can't afford soap. I got to, you know, I got, I got to make it happen, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, Joe, let me help you out. If you go to Duke Cannon, they have beer soap. Where's this at? It, it, it's a product called Duke Cannon. They have Bush brand, and I believe they have Old Milwaukee brand soap. Yeah. I've just I blown your mind. I have blown your I mind. That's crazy. I was raised on old Milwaukee life. So now, that's awesome. Now you can bathe in it, Joe, and actually like oh, maybe get oh. a job. I, I don't often get emotional, but this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, wow, the pandemic and you know this is this is gonna be huge for me. Good. <laughs> See, I've changed your life in one phone call. That's what wow. we do. Yeah. We do that here at the Arnie yeah. State Show. We change lives. Hold on. I've got to unfriend Joel Osteen because I've got Arnie State Show. <laughs> All right. Hey, Joe, I got to let you go. I got to move on. Right. Thanks, buddy. See you, pal. Uh, Joe's an old friend. I've known Joe longer than I've worked in radio. And Joe got into radio. Joe Murphy's one of the. He's fucking hilarious. He he just he just needs to he needs to just solid he needs to combine it all down in one thing. Joe is one of the funniest people on the face of the earth. I love Joe. But yeah, so there you go. Joe, get some of that old Milwaukee soap. Uh all right, have you guys heard this story yesterday? There, I, these are the last two stories we're gonna do, and then we'll finish off with celebrity ass deathmatch. The story happened down in Louisiana. Down in Metairie, Louisiana, outside of New Orleans. A lot of people go to gun stores. They got gun ranges in gun stores. Uh, Hot Mama, I have no idea. I have no clue whatsoever. She asked what happened to somebody. I don't know. And I'm over it. Um, Anyway... This happened in Jefferson Parish, Louisiana. Jefferson Parish, I think they use that on swamp people. Holy shit. Anyway, dude walks into a gun store in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay, they like guns there. They're kind of like Texas, but not as good as Texas because, well, it's Louisiana, of course. Dude walks into a gun store and opens fire and shoots two people. Now, that's a horrible story, I, I, I agree. The problem is the dumb motherfucker, Joseph Jamal Williams, didn't realize that everybody in the gun store has a fucking gun. So they all turn and shoot at him. <laughs> shoot it. Shot him. Jesus, Arnie. He sounded like he lives in a van down by the river. Joe? Live in a van down by the river. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. Oh, man. Uh, uh, the police said, oh, yeah, we are trying to put the pieces together down here. Down in the bayou. Who the fuck? That is the last place you go and open fire is a gun store in the South. 
Everyone there is armed, dummy. What the fuck is wrong with people? You want to open fire, go to an anti-gun rally. I'm not telling anybody to open fire to gun rally. No, no, no. But that's a place where you're safe of not getting shot by like 50 people. The police say there are multiple shooters. Well, duh, you're in a fucking gun store. You walk in there, you shoot two people, they're all like, Well, laddie, frickin' duh! And then all of a sudden, the fucking gates of hell are opened on you. That was a seven-year-old. Yeah, Radberger says, just like Texas, all the people carry guns. And just like Texas, all the people will shoot you. But unlike Texas, they will clean and cook and eat you afterwards. You goddamn right. We down here on the bayou, we're going we gonna to grill him up. We're going to put some sassafras on this here, boy. Man walks into a gun store with a gun. Sounds like the beginning of a fucking great joke. Now, this last door here, I'll share this one with y'all on the, uh, on the board. You're going to have to see. I have not watched this yet, but it. you remember about, I don't know, it was about seven, eight years ago that the TV reporter got shot in South Carolina. She's doing a live shot early in the morning, and some crazy guy just shows up and starts fucking blasting away. It, it, I, remember, I remember seeing the highlights of that. Oh, wait a second. There's no video of this shit? Oh, come on. Is this the, the video? Okay, you got to click. Okay, here's the video. We got video of this shit. Dude on live TV. Hold on. Hold on a second here. Let, let's go back. This is down in Ecuador. The, the, the tweet is written in Ecuadorian, so I, I don't know what it says. But so it shows the, the dude doing a live shot, and all of a sudden, masked man comes up to him with like, he's trying to steal the, the, the microphone. Then he went after the camera. Now he's running away. What kind of dumb fuck are you? I get back on there and go, hey man, some motherfucker just tried to rob me. Let's go catch him. Is that running after him? Hey dummy, he's got a gun. Don't go after him, he's armed. You're armed with a camera, stupid. Please, please shoot the reporter. Oh, he's on the back of a motorcycle now. He got away. Give me your telephone. He ain't got a telephone. That's fantastic. That's good shit right there. What's this? Veteran journalist Dan Rather forced to flee Austin home for safety. Thousands uh, remain without power. Okay, he had to leave. Good. He shouldn't be in Texas anyway. Dan Rather's a hunk of shit. So there you go. There you go. You just just click down and, and click where it says live video of this. Fucking a man. Come on. At least at least I don't know. At least shoot. Telefono. Kind of. You you want to steal their telephone? Come on now. Uh, all right, that's it. That that's all. That's all we got for today. Let's see. Uh, we got a bunch of stories left. It's about YouTube honors. Oh wait. 
Oh, okay. Wait, hold on a second. I didn't know I had this. Uh, I forgot I had this, actually. Let me read this uh, email here. It says, hey, Arnie, my name is Michael. I've been listening to you for about 10 years. Thank you very much, Michael. Uh, I recently, in the last year, found your podcast. Appreciate that. Please tell all your friends. If you just found me, please, please, you guys are my best promotion. Uh, uh, I'm unable to listen to the show live, but I definitely try to catch up as often as I can on Apple Podcasts. My question to you is, have you heard of the artist named Upchurch? He's a young country singer uh, and a rapper and also does look music. I don't know what that means. He's an independent artist who has done very well for himself in the last six years. He also can do some very funny videos on his YouTube channel. He recently did an apology video. I found it very interesting and was curious to know what you would think of it. Personally, I enjoy a lot of his music, but I will say, sadly, he is from the state of Tennessee, fucking dump, which is very proud to be from, and he shares your passion for America and the South. Thank you for showing the great conver- having the great conversations. Love to hear that you're doing good these days. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. I have no idea who this is. Uh, the, the person I, I saw recently that Luke Combs, has apologized to the world for having, oh, my God, a Confederate flag in a country song. Man, oh, man, that would be like having a pickup in a country song, wouldn't it? Who are you apologizing to, Luke Combs? This cancel society needs to be stopped. I'm just telling you, once the cancel people come after me, I'm going to find who they are, and I'm going to their houses. I, I, I don't care. I'm going to go to their house and let them meet me and go, am I really that bad of a guy because I said this joke? No, I'm not. I, I, I'm sick of all this bullshit. You know, and, and by the way, by the way, you know who gets hurt the worst? Is us, the consumer. We, the consumer, we, the fans... We're the ones who are hurt the most. You know why? Because now we're going to be shamed for liking said artist. Dave Coe, I know that you like Luke Combs. You're the one who introduced me to Luke Combs. I'm not a big fan. I just don't like his music that much. That's all. Uh, but, Dave Coe, you're a racist for liking Luke Combs because he has a Confederate flag. So now you have to say, well, I'm not a fan anymore. And I don't want you to say that, Dave. I want you to stay being a fan, and I already know that you are not a racist. That's how stupid this society is. It literally is that stupid. If you like somebody's music and they put something bad in there or in their video, you can no longer like them. Otherwise, you are them. It's fucking maddening. Maddening. But what's not maddening is now it is time. It is time for the finals. Ladies and gentlemen, we have gone through the East and the West. Now we find out who is the best, actually the worst, comedian of all time in the Arnie State Show Celebrity Ready? 
Dave Kill says, I can't be racist. I'm Mexican. I'm being held by, back by the man. Uh, if I like Confederate flags, do I also like Luke Combs? Yes. Yes. That's, they, they will also think that. All right. Here we go. The finals are now set. Our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, I ask a simple question of who you got. In the matchup that could have been a finals, this could have been it. But it's, it's, it's the final four. We have Amy Schumer, that fat fucking pig who nobody likes. Nobody wants to see her naked, but she thinks she's hot and she's not. Taking on the stinky red-headed crotch of probably one of the least talented people who's ever been in front of a camera, Kathy Griffin. So I ask, ass family... Amy Schumer, Kathy Griffin, who ya got? close. It is close. Oh my gosh, this this is going to come down to the wire. We're tied. Ladies and gentlemen, look at that. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner that comes out from the end and it is Kathy Griffin. And her stink crotch, Kathy Griffin, uses the power of her pussy hair and smell to take down Kathy Griffin. Or to take down Amy Schumer. So worked up over here. Good God! She's dead! As JR would say. Our final, semi-final matchup. Gives you the comic stylings of a terrible comedian. An awful, horrible woman or human being. I give you Wanda Sykes. She is taking on the Prince of Staten Island, which, like, that's saying anything. Who The man who still lives with his mama and is proud of it and thinks it's funny, even though it's sad. I give you Pete Davidson, the worst, category, worst person to ever be on Saturday Night Live. And that includes Steven Seagal. So, ask family, I ask you. Wanda Sykes, Pete Davidson, who you got? Upset ever in the history of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. 
coming down to the wire. By two votes, I am shocked by one vote. Got in there last second straight fire, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Wanda Sykes moves on. So, in the battle of worst comedian of all time, from the East category, we give you the one and only Ginger Crotch herself, Kathy Griffin, taking on the black lesbian who nobody likes and nobody thinks is funny. I give you Wanda Sykes. So, as family, I ask for the last time. Kathy Griffin, Wanda Sykes, who ya got? It's looking like it could be a blowout. It's looking bad. Oh, my God. Oh, we might have to stop this soon. Oh, we have to stop the fire. Stop it immediately. My God, it's over. Dear Lord in heaven. I have never said a bloodletting like this before. Congratulations, I guess, to Kathy Griffin as the Arnie Stage Show's all-time worst comedian. Wow, she destroyed, I mean, she skunked Wanda Sykes. Holy shit, man, as Tommy would say. Uh, remember, Tommy might be on the show Friday. We're still seeing. He's uh, he's having shoulder surgery on Thursday. So remember, good thoughts going out to Tommy uh, this week, please. Uh, and that's going to do it for the show today. Now, I, I I left off some stuff. Oh, God, these two stories. I might have to start the day off with these stories tomorrow. Dear God in heaven. Oh, and then there's the stupid thing. Jesus. Uh, all right. Uh, please remember every room that you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So uh, y'all have a great, fantastic Monday. And until tomorrow, I say adios, everybody. I'm going to do a little boot scooting boom.
I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.